The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Hello, thank you, everyone, for downloading this, what seems to be, Gutter Skypes episode 42. I'm going to leave all those jokes aside because they're just too old anymore. But, what we have, what do we have? Well, we did have the creation, the character creation of Trixie Trueheart, and that was a wonderful thing. It had listener feedback in it as well, but... There was a mishap with Nikki's computer, and she was unable to join us uh, on the date of this particular recording. And so, what happened was a one-shot, and what we've got is a one-shot of using the Octane gaming system setup thing. And who did it? Well, the, the Game Master was Blind Geek. And present for the recording were myself, Anum5, Mark Kinney of All Games Considered, and Andros. And next time we certainly do hope that, well, I don't have to worry about it because I know that next time has been recorded and Nikki uh, happily did get uh, find a replacement way of getting online and connecting to uh, play. What I'll mention here now also is I am very, very sorry to all the folks that have done forum posts and emails and letters and things that, are, that you've written into the show and, and it's been great and fantastic and they were read. They were recorded already in in uh, the next Gutter Skypes episode that's going to come out. And I kind of sort of really, well, I do. I feel bad that you waited all this time and for so long. Um, I mean, I, I know you don't, you don't write in specifically so that it can be read on the show and for no other reason, but we do like to try and stay timely with that. However... It will be, whatever it is, if, if you wrote in, it will be read in uh, the next Gutter Skypes release, episode 43, I think. Uh, because we recorded that, and it was the first Satsi session. However, what we have tonight, the one-shot, and here it is. going to uh, release it here now and say, there we are. Uh, sorry for the dog whining that appears in the background in some portions. Please enjoy. Oh, okay. Hello. I'm. <clears throat> I am not muted. And, and what's that? <laughs> you beat and me to the punch. I was going to say, Adam, it's Wednesday. <laughs> and once I actually turn everything on, I, you can hear me too. Holy Yay! Crap. Oh, harrowing! It's harrowing. <laughs> More so than you know. <laughs> <laughs> How are y'all well, doing? No, I'm pretty good. No, stop doing that! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can say it. I ain't saying nothing. I'm stuffing my face with the with the remainder of a PB and J. So please continue. There you go. Uh, doing good. Had an interesting game yet? Uh, not yesterday. Monday. And uh, so that was 
it's it's good to have a group that gives you the freedom to experiment, even knowing that that means the experiment could go to shit. Not that, not that this necessarily did, but it just, in my opinion, probably being harder on myself than anyone else, it didn't go as well as it should have gone. So, but uh, did they have fun? They did. So in that sense, it went very well. Okay, good. But there was a lot of pausing, and I had. I had read the rules a while back, and I had read the basic rules recently and said, oh, I'm prepared, and forgot about a little thing called setting. (laughs) 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 So there were pauses. I don't think we're going to podcast it. I think we're just going to let that one be our little private game or something. I don't know. I can only repeat what what Andros said. Did they have fun? They did, yes. And I did, too. Then you don't suck. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's a successful game. <laughs> I, on the other hand, oh god, Uh-oh. I think some some audio issues. The uh, character generation session for my uh, Doctor Who game last last Friday ended up getting cut short by about two hours. Oh, oh god, <laughs> yeah. But then again, I'm I was do the way that I was recording it at the the uh, time was I was doing my usual method of I have a, another computer also on Skype recording stuff and then I had six players so I had the equi- equivalent of basically an eight person conference one of whom was having serious audio issues and hopefully we'll get that fixed before next Friday and uh, Holy and crap. Um, yeah and they were dropping off every once in a while, and that, and and it was all, what was also fun was we've got we, we actually went international. We got one guy from Scotland and one guy from Australia. Oh, cool! Sweet, yeah, Very nice. That guy from Scotland is is that big? Uh, what what was his name? Big um, Big Friendly Dave. Yes, big Friendly Dave. Right. <laughs> yes. Had an email. That almost sounds scary. <laughs> And I bet he came in crystal clear, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, most of them did. <laughs> to me, anyway. So. Oh, wow. This is, uh, well, yeah, complicated. It's cut off by two hours. Crap. Yeah. I, that yeah, just, just, yeah, just because uh, my, uh, my uh, girlfriend wanted in, and she was trying on this uh, Windows 7 laptop that she'd just recently gotten, and apparently... Uh, it, we were having this kind of weird. It, it sounded like she was basically uh, trying to operate it in the middle uh, uh, while flying a Cessna. Mm. <laughs> 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 so oh, um, uh, oh, apparently, gosh. what it is is the uh, built-in mic was picking up the, the 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 system fan or something like that. So we're trying to dig up a USB headset for, and hopefully that by kind of shifting the sound system into a entirely different thing. Hopefully that will fix that. But mm. and I'm also thinking that might be what was the issue when I was trying that one laptop that one time way back when. At Bamp. So yeah. Yeah. What'd you say at that's, band camp? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. American Pie reference. Okay. Uh. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, Andros is next. Oh, or well. did you already go? I forgot. No, no, I hadn't had a chance to yet. No, I, I had uh, computer issues tonight, and um, my, my my computer may have finally bit the dust. And Ooh. oh, 
Oh, okay. Erica says it did bite the dust. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm only here because she is sharing a computer port while she's doing something else. <laughs> ah. Ooh. Bless her. Yes. <laughs> that sounds so high-tech. <laughs> oh, I don't know. We just plugged it in and fired up, um, you know, <laughs> Skype, and there we are. Didn't we have to hunt for hydro spanners or uh, alluvial dampeners or whatever? <laughs> or reverse the polarity of the neutron flow? That's right. Anything like that? <laughs> did, did you have to reverse the new polarity of the neutron flow? What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or cross the streams? <laughs> or cross the streams? Okay. We had to cross the streams. Uh, no, I never cross the streams. Oh, okay. <laughs> you, you got that? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it would be bad. <laughs> it would be bad. <laughs> oh, so you have a little bit fuzzy on this whole good bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. We could keep on and on. Yes. I swear, one of these days, we've got so many games that I, it may never happen, but one of these days, I vow, despite it may never happening, I'm going to gra- drag the Ghostbusters game out of mothballs and and run it. Cause oh, yeah, Ghostbusters would be so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's vowing now, folks. He is? We've got him vowing. That's right. That's like, that's like 17 to $18 more than a promise. <laughs> now, do you have the original version of it, or do, or do you have Ghostbusters International? I have both. I've, okay. I'm more... Um, I, re- I read recently the Ghostbusters International, and I'm... Honestly, not sure I want to go. I, I kind of prefer the lean, trimmed-down version in some ways. Oh, they posit an organization of some sort, do they? <laughs> well, no, what they did, they came out with... Originally, it was a box set with two or three little book booklets, or books, I guess. they. And then they took that in... When Ghostbusters 2 came out, they came out with Ghostbusters International, which was just... It was still a box set, but it was one big book, and they made a lot more rules for the game, and and uh, just... Uh, I don't know. It seemed like a lot of it was overcomplicating what didn't really need to be overcomplicated. Oh, I see what you mean, an expanded game. I, for a minute, I thought you meant like an expanded Ghostbusters organization to be like international or something complicated like that. No. <laughs> That'd be fun too, though. Yeah, you, I'm sure there, you could. There's no reason why that couldn't be uh, done in a, you know, globe-trotting Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I agree about the simplicity. The Ghostbusters themselves are all about. <laughs> they're all about easy. They're all yeah. about simple. Yeah. When the light turns green, the trap is clean. That's clean. right. Yeah. <laughs> Why well, do you like which? Which do you prefer? Mr. K. Well, I actually own the like first version. So. Ah. Yeah, I, I have both of them. Actually, <laughs> I had both of them in hard copy at one time. I will be honest. I, and I justified this by the fact that I did have at one time the hard copy. So, and you can't get them. So I I, I downloaded a torrent. Yeah. I'm a bad boy. Shh. <laughs> 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 but you can't get them any other way. Well, then who? Yeah, I mean, yeah. What customers are uh, are being shoved out of the way for that? None. Yeah. Y- y- your your choices are eBay or Torrent, mm. essentially, or you know some other used uh, 
venue. If you get really, really lucky that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I saw it was on Amazon.com for like seventy bucks, and I th- I said, no, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, forget about it. Yeah, I thought I heard about a uh, a company that sold PDFs of out of print games somewhere. They were talking about it on one of the D and D podcasts that you can get, mm. um, like a you know old first and second edition stuff. Huh. There's a PC game that I'm in a lot of trouble over. That, World uh, of Warcraft. What is? No, I'm just kidding. No, no. <laughs> this is one of them vintage jobbies. Uh, I was a fool. I was a total fool. I admit it. And. Auntie Ed will admit it, too, that I was a fool. <laughs> they always do. Well, she's I, uh... right. She's right. It was, um, it came out, it was, uh, uh, um, for the PC, uh, a single-player game called The uh, Neverhood that was made completely with clay. The main character was animated clay. All the settings were multicolored clay. It was just the... The whole game was just this incredible work of art. Kind of PC Gumby? In a way, Gumby, but with a kind of a noir feel to it. Uh, Gumby with a trench was, coat. <laughs> with sharp edges and tentacles and stuff. Ah, yeah. And, and incredibly cool puzzles, amazing music, um, and a payoff. It was one of those PC games where... Okay, you've defeated the game, you've come to the end of the thing, you've done everything you were supposed to do, took a good long time, and the payoff wasn't just, you know, congratulations, roll credits. Oh, it no, it wasn't, it wasn't like that. It was a full, like, at the thing must have been like a minute, 30 seconds to two minutes long animation of what an incredibly happy ending you have procured for everyone involved. <laughs> That's cool. That is like, okay, all right, that's worth it. Yeah. But uh, I was an idiot and uh, gave it, I didn't give it, I lent it to one of the guys I was working with at the shop uh, probably a year, maybe two years after we had stopped playing it because you know, his kids were just getting into PC games and stuff. And I was like, this is, you know, it was kid safe. So I, I lent it to him and that was it. Now you cannot get this game for love or money. It's just the, the <coughs> company doesn't exist anymore. The game doesn't exist anymore. It's just gone, and that's another one of them Amazon things where. Whew. But you can find it on BitTorrent. <coughs> <laughs> hey, if you can, I'd be impressed. Or one of those uh, uh, abandonware sites, maybe if it's if it's in that that time range. Yeah, we're. I guess we're talking two thousand. Oh God, I, I, I'm. I'd be totally pulling it out of my butt. I have no idea. I forgot the year entirely. Long, long ago, which in PC terms is like six months ago. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when this ancient planet was not quite so ancient. Well, crap. Andros's computer it bit the big one. I know. Yeah. I have to go computer shopping tomorrow. I think. Yeah, I guess. But I've got a coupon. Oh, well, there you go. You can either go to Jurassic Park or go computer park, computer uh, <laughs> shopping. <laughs> uh, oh, that's... Oh, God. Well, look at you got to look at the bright side. You know you're going to get a better system for less money. With any luck. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd done some work to keep this one running, and I just decided that the cost 
uh, effectiveness of it was has reached zero point. Mm. So, yeah, pour, pouring any more money into this unit won't give me any uh, decent uh, dividends. Yeah. And once you pick up the new machine, do yourself the favor of not looking at any ads. <laughs> because it'll be so like, if I won't see that it's two hundred dollars cheaper than what after I buy it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, six months from now, um, I, I any time I got a PC, it was like six months later. It was like the the newest, hottest, biggest thing with the bigger screen, bigger this, bigger that, for like less than what I. Yeah. It just happens. It happens to everybody. Absolutely everybody. Yep. Bummer. Well, it's I obsolete guess the moment you take it out of the computer store pretty much it's yeah it's kind of driving a new car off the lot (laughs) yeah yeah but a car has blue book value yeah but it it loses a great deal of it as soon as you buy a brand new one that's true that's true yes when the rubber stops touching that paper on the floor Uh you're done (laughs) i guess i can answer for nikki too people may have noticed hi folks hi everyone out there listening and stuff (laughs) Oh yeah. You may have noticed that uh we we do not have a Nikki tonight and um, a sad thing happened there too. Nikki's PC bit the big one, the one that she was using to connect for gutter skypes and it was in a tragically uh uh smashy kind of fall down crack oh crap way. Which I guess is a, a really long way of saying she the laptop fell. In a bad place, yeah. in a bad way. So that's really kind of sucky, and we're we uh, we're gonna miss her, but we want her back as quickly as possible. Yes. So hopefully she'll be able to go PC shopping um, very soon if she has not done so already. Um, new or used, whichever, some way to connect would be great. So we're gonna miss Nikki tonight, but we're gonna we're gonna carry on. Yep. And now it's my turn, and I'm cutting this part out. <laughs> <laughs> And that this is the end of the part that I'm going to cut out, and so, uh, and so that's why um, Mrs. Anum Five, or rather Auntie Ed, was daydreaming about impalement. Mm. <laughs> it, it was hummingbirds before that, and it somehow led to impalement. But yeah, well, that figures. It had to, it had to be something that's usually a cute animal. Yes. Yep. And she's never she's never bored. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I, I I've been really enjoying the uh, the little bits by AD on uh, for the Horde Radio. AD, <laughs> angry dwarf. <laughs> yeah, she. It's it's uh, it's become more and more difficult uh, because of uh, Big V's work schedule to read emails. So I've been pitching in and and helping her out where that's concerned. Doesn't t- she doesn't have to twist my arm? I'm a big ham. <laughs> you? No. Yeah. Honest to God, it's true. really. I would never even have thought right. that that you would be. <laughs> the characters you've portrayed on this show give no indication. No, they don't. No. So, uh, yeah, having been busy today, I didn't actually check iTunes, and I I think we might that there's there may be an email in there. Actually, I think it's a forum entry. And I think we're going to have to save it for next time. It was from Maury, I think. Mo- Moni. Moni. Yes. It was a forum entry. Uh, I 
can't bring it up right now. We're going to have to save it for next time. Sorry, Moni, but it's going to be red. Don't worry about it. Um, I know you're not worried about it. <laughs> and so there we are. I guess what? We're This isn't bad. This isn't bad. It's 728. Well, so now we come to the All part right. where we decide what the hell we're playing tonight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which is still not bad. Still not bad. It's 735. Mm-hmm. We're, all, we're, we're cool. Yeah. We're good. We can game. There's plenty of time left. Yes, there is. Parcheesy? Parcheesy, sure. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Shoots and Leah. I got a brand new wrist set. <laughs> oh gosh, you probably blow us out of the water, wouldn't you? <laughs> Mahjong, we can get probably out the Mahjong. Not, no. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind how my like dice luck goes as far as risk. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. So what do we? We had a what? A toss up between Satsi and uh, and Satsi um, and uh, Octane. Octane. Was the two kind of bandying about. And, well, uh, I've got an octane character sitting in front of me right now, so ooh. that's so that's just that's just my my thought on it. I like quickly scribbled this up on an index card, like <laughs> while I was waiting for Anna to call. Good. So good, good. That's a good thing. I don't actually. Um, <laughs> I know. Well, I was, I yeah, I was going to go through character creation now, so Mark kind of jumped the gun, which is fine. I don't have a problem. Yeah. Well. I also already owned owned Octane, so I'd I'd been studying up a bit anyway. So okay, then you can. I'm going to enlist your aid in some setting help because I was. See, well, I have to explain. When I read a rule book, I'm also formatting it and or not formatting. I'm also editing as I go because the scanner sometimes has errors or whatever, and I'm putting things in an area where I can easily find information. So it takes me longer to read it. So I haven't quite gotten down to the setting part still, even though I was trying to from Monday. So, I, I mean, I've read it before, so I have a pretty good idea, but there might be... And also, I think that was part of the problem on Monday. We were too hung up on... The, I mean, I'm sure if Jared Sorensen was listening to us from Monday's game, he'd be saying, will you quit trying to follow the book and just go with whatever you want to do? <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter! Because, <laughs> I mean, all he does in the setting is just put in... He kind of gives a vague outline of what's there, but, I mean, it's all more for inspiration. At least this is what the sense I got from it, and maybe if you have a different view, Mark, then feel free to... But uh, the impression I got was it's more for inspirational purposes than actually saying, here's where this is, and here's where... Like, S7S is more laid out as this is... If you want to follow the campaign setting, here's where this is, and here's where that is, and... Mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. It does the have very, sp- one, yeah. very specific rules. I just didn't follow any of them. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> sorry. That does sound about right. It was just mainly. It seems like the game is, is more of about the uh, establishing that feel rather than uh, having the particular rules. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right on that. Yeah, the specifics of what is where and yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think we can. I think we can. Um, I think it'll be. It'll be fun. Cool. But yeah, I learned a lot about story gaming <laughs> by screwing it up. Uh. <laughs> All right, we've been over that already. You don't suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I I know. I mean, I appreciate that. I'm not. I'm not fishing. I'm just. 
You know how oh, it is. You, okay, yeah. And 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 you said you're gonna you got you're gonna be um, it's Octane that you're gonna be doing for the one shot when you go to the convention, right? Uh, no, I'm probably gonna do a, a uh, game using Quags, the Enforce system. Oh, cool. But I haven't decided which one yet. Now I need to get on the ball with that because uh, you have to have the things in by um, March 10th, and I don't want to be just coming at it at the last minute. So homework. Steve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have too big a sandbox to play in. I need to narrow it narrow it down some. But uh Okay, so are we uh to, is I'm okay with Octane, how about anybody else? Or do you want to do something else? What do you want to do? Uh, we could try. I have um, most of the character creation rules. I, I mentioned I had some computer problems, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to resend anything? Uh, no, that's not the problem. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, you... uh, they're in there somewhere. I just can't access it right now. Uh, well, that's okay. You got stuff to write with, right? Because that's I how got, I'm going. Yeah, I got a sheet of paper right here. Yeah, I, I got a notebook in front of me, and I got a pen in my hand, and that's pretty much as far as it's going to go, because... Is that is that doable? Oh, well, hmm. The problem is, <laughs> with Octane, you have a lot of different templates that you can pick from, which is why I sent that. And if I take the time to read the stuff that sounds... Like, if I read down the list and say, read what, let me know what sounds interesting, and I'll read it, we won't have time to game by the time we're done with the character creation. Or if we do, we'll have like an hour. So what are there, like 20 different templates? Oh. 41, actually. <laughs> okay. Well, let me see but here. They see. actually give a, a like list of them, which I can go through here really quickly. They had Just okay. the like, basic list, and then we can go into specifics later if we need to. So starting... <clears throat> Thank you, Mark. Uh, you're you're yeah. saving my bacon. <laughs> Alien Naturalist, Ape Man Islander, Badass Mofofo, Capuchin Monkey, Classic Smart Car, Crazed Aviator, Crusty Sea Captain, Death Rock Siren, Desert Chieftain, Disco Robot Gigolo, <laughs> <laughs> Drag Strip Queen, Elvis Impersonator, Fast Food Ninja, Frisco Driver, Grease Monkey, Hard Rock Caveman, Helljack, High Plains Drifter, Ingenious Tinkerer, Japanese Superhero, Killa Clown, Masked Luchador, which is what I did. I, thought, I, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet Mark is going to go with uh, Lucador because we've talked about Lucador's or Luchador's before. Anyway, it was either that. Yeah, it was either that or the like Killer Clowns, one of the uh, two. Yeah. <laughs> um, Metallurgist, Monster Smasher, Mutant Trucker, Old Sawbones, Ostrich Wrangler, Outlaw Biker. Plucky Kid, Punk Rock Zombie, with a rock spelled R-A-W-K, Renegade Mobster, Repo Man, Road Warrior, Roller Girl, Six 
Extreme Samurai, Smart Car Rustler, Speed Racer, Straight Laced G-Man, Stuntman Heretic, Swashbuckling Pirate, Techno Shaman, Two-Fisted Padre, Ultra Vixen, Weird But Cute Pet, and Worm Surfer. Are those numbered? <laughs> no, but I can count. Well, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, if they're easily separated, uh, um, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking straight lace G-Man or number sixteen because as soon as, as soon as Eric said there's a list of templates, I rolled a d20, and uh, I came up with a sixteen. So what's the sixteenth one down? That would be the Hard Rock Caveman. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I think Straight Laced G-Man is the one for me. Straight Laced G-Man. Straight Laced G-Man. Profile. Serious, determined, and incorruptible. You're an agent of the federal government of the former United States, now working the INS beat in Shangra, L.A. It's uh, a thankless job, but with, and with lousy pay and an uncomfortable suit, but damn it, you're a G-Man and you have to live up to the, the title. Uh, stamping grounds of the Shangri-LA Port Authority. Quote, Ma'am, I don't care if you're the hive monarch of Rigel 7. If you want to work on Earth, you'll need to fill out this paperwork. Uh, <laughs> gear is a copy of U.S. immigration law, a G-Man suit, Ray-Bans, and a thirty-eight revolver. The uh, uh, official styles for this particular thing, that is one that you, basically when you, when you divide up style points, one of your points at least has to go into one of, of these styles, are craft and charm. And you have skills in acting official, bureaucracy, pistol, driving, and alien lore. Yeah, you take four of those out of the five. I always think it's funny. He says, take four skills out of the ones presented, and I don't think any of them have more than five on their thing. Uh, you take four skills, and then you come up with three on your own that are whatever you want them to be. So I got craft, charm, acting official, bureaucracy, pistol, driving, and alien lore. Did I miss one? I don't think so. See, craft and, and charm aren't actually skills. Those are the... Those are in your, your, your like style list, those are your quote unquote stats, as okay. it were. It's yeah. And I have how many points to put in either one of them or both? You have. Well, the, the thing is, you have six different styles, actually, of which you'll be using five, and those are daring, ingenuity, craft, charm, and then you choose between might or magic. And basically, one of your at least one of your points has to go into either craft or charm because those are the ones particular to your to, to the type that you. That oh, you, okay. You those chose. are prerequisites. Okay. Right. Okay. And and you get three style. Uh, you get three points to distribute among. Uh, the, among whatever styles you want, you don't have to have. Yeah. All all well, in fact, you really can't since you only have three points. You don't have. All five of those, all six of those. Um, bec yeah, maybe we should start with with the basic mechanics so they know what the hell we're talking about. Because cool. I can just imagine what they're going through right now here and us, and we're just coming at it from the middle. And I'm hey, sure it's got. Hey, if I'm learning it, that means people listening are learning it too. Okay, 
here's the gist. This is not like your average game where your stats tell you how good you are at whatever. This game assumes you are kick-ass at whatever you have chosen to be kick-ass at. This is not your daddy's RPG. That's, that's really, actually, mm -hmm. a, that would be a good slogan for it. And so what, the, what it does is you, when you, whenever you are going to perform a task that you have a skill in, and we'll get into non-skilled tasks later because I don't want to complicate things. Um, whenever you get into a task that you have a skill in, you roll three six-sided dice. Everybody rolls the same th three six-sided dice. It doesn't matter, you know. And you take the highest result. And uh, if and if you don't remember this, when we're we'll, you'll you'll get the hang of it as we go. But I'll just tell them. If you get a one or a two as your highest result, the game master narrates what happens during whatever conflict you're in. Okay. If you get a three, the game master narrates most of it, but you can throw in a couple of details here and there. If you get a, so, it's called partial control. If you get a four, then you have partial, or then the game master has partial control, and you mainly tell what happened. If you get a five, you get to narrate what happened, and you get as many plot points as you have points in the style you're using. So let's say hmm. you put, let's say you just decided you were going to be a uh, action person and you put all three of your points in daring if you perform a daring stunt they call them stunts in this game and you roll a five not only do you get to say how it pans out and narrate it but you get three plot points which you can spend to give yourself more dice um, if you so you have more of a chance of getting a, that high roll um, if you get a six on the die you get that many plot points, and you get to narrate, plus an additional plot point. So you would get, in this example, four plot points. Slick. So, so basically, the reason that is the way it is is so that you don't, if you want to, if you if you put all your points into daring, and you want to do something that is using a, the charm style, for example, you want to intimidate someone, you still get to roll your three dice. And you can get a plot point, even though you didn't put any points into that. Because if you get a six, you'll get one plot point. Oh. Even though you have a zero. Because you get an addition, you get one more point than you have. Am I making this... No, it makes perfect okay. sense to me. I'm, I'm, I'm actually okay. following it. Okay, cool. Um, so, so, yeah, when you make your character, it, the little template thing has the suggested styles. In, your, in that case, it's uh, craft or charm. So you have to pick one of those to put at least one point into. Okay. And then you can yeah. put the other two in whatever other one of those you want. So I've got craft, charm, yeah. and the other options are daring, ingenuity, and I missed the fifth one. Uh, the fifth one is either going to be might or magic, depending on which one you, you, you of those two that you choose. You, you uh, can't use both. Okay. Right. So... And magic yeah. is anything supernatural or superpowers. Might is mainly, I think, I'm going to relook at that while we're doing other things. Uh, might is mainly associated with strength. Like if you have super strength, you, you would use might. I can't think of anything else that it is, any other examples in the book that it uses. I might try lifting a car off of a kid even if it's not mine. Exactly. Okay. 
if you had might, you could. They use might. He uses might. Um, I lied. I did think of something. A lot of times, if if you're playing a mutant, uh, mm-hmm. you would you would take the might style. Um, to reflect your mutant abilities, whatever they may be. Magic is more for sorcery and stuff like that. It's kind of funny. I'm I'm looking at uh, the the thing I wrote down here that his his stomping grounds is is Shangra L.A. Yep. Yeah. Shangri La. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. This is a post a post apocalyptic uh, Earth. And yeah, there's Shangra L.A. There's Hollywood where people worship the uh, movie stars of old as <laughs> as if they were saints. Why the hell not? They're doing it now anyway. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's kind of the point. This is the closest thing I've ever seen other than... Uh, other than what the hell's the name of that game? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, there's only one other game I've seen that comes close to being a, cl- a post-apocalyptic almost comedy in a lot of respects. Paranoia. So you've got Shingra LA, you've got Lost Vegas, you've got Lost Angels, which is... Um, I think that's Shangri LA actually, but um, and you've got Arizona, which is <laughs> desert and yeah, cool. Different Hawaii places. is um, Hawaii is referred to as Monster Island. Uh, Monster and dino- Island. Yeah, and there are dinosaurs. <laughs> this is another one of those games where you know how you, in S7S you were saying you can do pretty much any damn thing you want in this game. This, this is, sounds like this is the that, same, yeah. Yeah, this takes yeah. that to an extreme. Monster Island has, uh, you know, you can find anything from dinosaurs to uh, a lot of times you, they get uh, monsters from Monster Island who, who go and attack Japan. <laughs> so you have that kind of thing. You've got an area, I forget what it's called, but the area is all jungle and there are uh, mummy temp- mummies and things like that that you can find. So you get the whole pulp thing going on if you want to do it that way. There's just all kinds of cool shit in this game. Slick. All right. So. So and with the uh, with so you we with the skills. Yeah, we got that. You, you take four of the skills from that list, and then you can come up with three of your own. Um. And then uh, and. What am I missing? I'm, oh, gear. With gear, you get one item that is your major item, like uh, Mad Max has his, his car, or if you were playing Michael Knight, his car would be his gear, his major item as well, or with Indiana Jones, it might be the bullwhip. You know, you, you get, or the hat. He kind of has two. But you get, you get, you start off with one thing that is your major thing out of that gear. Okay. Well, he's already got as a prerequisite a thirty-eight revolver, right? That's 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 one of of his uh, of his gear choices. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a list of choices. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hell, I think I'd prefer the thirty-eight revolver to the. Uh, Statutes of uh, whatever the hell that was. <laughs> yeah. Immigration law statutes or something like that. All right, I got a good thing. I got a good start to for looking at stuff. Uh, um, 
I, uh, did you want to shift over to Andros to get? Sure. Ah, uh, I'm kind of torn between fast food ninja and kill a clown. <laughs> All right. Let me see here. The fast food ninja. Uh, profile, hired for your skill with the sword and your ability at delivering hot za in 30 minutes or, or, or less, you have mastered the art of fast food delivery. Now you're at the top of your field, able to get in and get out without leaving a sign that you were even there. Just a cardboard box of hot food or a plastic container of, of maki rolls. You do not accept <laughs> tips. Continued service for your master is the only reward you, you seek. Stomping grounds, Shangra, L.A., or Japan... Quote is just e an e ellipsis, just silence. Uh, your, your gear choices are a grappling hook, a, a ninja toe sword, throwing stars, or a delivery bag. The styles listed on there, you, you have actually have, have three of them listed here. Uh, daring, craft, or magic. And your skills, your skill choices are stealth. Make change, climb, throw ninja stars, speak Japanese, and ninja magic. Make change? Make change. <laughs> That's very important. I guess That's so. right, if you're a fast food ninja. We've gotten so good at this, that was practically seamless. Eric dropped out, and then we got him back. And no one would have yeah. if I hadn't opened my mouth. That was just... <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. So, okay. Whereas... With the the uh, killer clown, mm -hmm. spelled with K's, uh, of of course, <laughs> you're either with a, a traveling circus or you've gone off on your own as a quote unquote freelance comedy consultant. You like making people laugh almost as much as laughing at people you zing with gags and cream pies. But do you know how hard it is to find a cream pie in the big empty? Stamping grounds to Shangra, L.A. and Las Vegas. Quote, what? You think I'm funny? Like I'm some kind of clown or something? <laughs> uh, Somebody's got a severely cyborg. That sounds like Eric. Probably, probably me. I'm the one, I'm the one, the one that is happening to you, hang on. Uh, let's see. Gear choices for the killer clown are gag items, wig and makeup kit, big pants and shoes, cigar, and big hammer. Uh, style choices are daring, ingenuity, and charm. And skills for that one are clowning around, acrobatics, tumbling, animal training, and disguise. I think we'll go with a clown. All right. What'd you say the modes were? Uh, the what do you mean as far as um, the like styles or? Oh, the, the, the I or? mode. A mode. Uh, it de depends based on your particular outlook on it. It could be uh, psychotronic if it's played zany, grindhouse if insane, or or or, or art house if it's just surreal. Eric, how much of the uh, of the uh, mode did you go into as far as these things go? 
this, this, this stuff that you, you like send out? Oh, I didn't send any of that stuff out. I just sent out the character roles and the little one-page summary of rules in the back. All right. Which we should probably go over before we start, just so people... We kind of did, but just to yeah. kind of clinch it. I, I, I personally prefer Psychotronic. That's the one I'm... I think that's kind of what sells the game myself. Yeah. Kidoki. Fair enough. Yeah, I think we'll go with clowns. And I can pick one of the skills? No, you, you pick four out of the ones that are listed, and then you can make three up. Okay. I got clowning Running around, around. tumbling, and disguise. I know there was a couple of others. Uh, acrobatics and animal training. So I can choose... Okay, that's four right there. So I have, what, those four plus I get to select three? So then you just make up three other ones that you that you want. The way the way skills work in this, you, you either have them or you don't. They don't have points necessarily associated with them. Um, if you have a skill and you're doing something that falls into the parameter of that skill, you get to roll your three dice. If you are doing something that doesn't, then you have to spend a plot point for each uh, die that you want to roll. And I should add that if you have your three dice and you want to splend pots, splend pot points, yeah. If you have your, th- <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> they should make that. Yeah, I was just going there. They should make that game where they have pot points. Dave's not here. here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it could be done. Anyway, you think clowning around and slapstick are the same thing, or you think they're distinctly different? Um, they're pretty similar. In this game, the skills are pretty broad, so... Oh, okay. I would say if you have one, you have the other. I mean... Mm-hmm. i have to give uh, some thought to some extra ones. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Um... I mean, the nice thing about this game is it moves pretty fast, so I'm not stressing about... Oh, my God! We're no- I came up with a good clown name. Which is? Murphy. <laughs> Murphy the Clown. I like it. <laughs> yes. So you, it's not funny? I know it's not funny. Honk, <laughs> honk. <sighs> <laughs> that's that's got to be a part of your gear. <laughs> oh yeah, I was. I, it has to be a horn. There has to be a horn. Yeah, yeah. That's that's. that's I figured that's that's why I, I figured gag items. That, oh, there's a horn in there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's just his nose. Uh, <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, that's a manly horn. That's a. Yeah. That's a Model T Ford uh, type dealy. He's got a horn in his nose. He is a man with a horn. He's a horny man. Uh, God. <laughs> it was easy, but transparent. Yeah. Sometimes you got to go with. Well, you really don't. I don't know why I did. Anyway. 
I'll be right back. Okie dokie. Um, G-Man is Inspector Pelt. <laughs> P-E-L-T, Inspector Pelt. Uh, I would like to put one point in craft, one in daring, and just to switch stuff up, make it maybe interesting or maybe not, who knows, one in magic. Ah, okay. And then select ingenuity as the fourth. Dropping charm and might. Um, and that uh, that is the uh, skill that doesn't get the point applied to it. Three additional points. Uh, three additional skills. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. We're not me. Okay. When you, you have three points for... Okay, there's... The, the daring, ingenuity, craft, charm, might, and magic are separate from the skills. Daring, those are called styles, and those are, oh, okay. how, those are how you are doing things. Oh, okay. So you put three points, you split them among daring, ingenuity, craft, charm, and then either might or magic if you so choose. Okay, um, And then you have the skills... Left, which are the other stuff left over on that list, and you pick four of those, and you just either have them or you don't, and then you make up three additional skills to go along with those four. Okay. Uh, acting official. Okay. Uh, pistol. Driving. Uh, alien lore. Cool. I figure acting official takes care of bureaucracy all on its own. Bureaucracy means you have to be right about what you're um, shoveling red tape about. Yep. Acting official, you don't have to be right. You just have to sound good. <laughs> and supposed to make up three additional for uh, uh, after that? Yeah. Um, first one is in triplicate. Meaning if he's, uh, he's going to hit someone, uh, he's going to hit them three times. But won't necessarily, well, obviously it won't have any more effect than if he had hit them once, but if he's going to punch, he's going to punch three times. He's going to throw something, like a hole punch or a rock. Um, he'll throw three of them. In triplicate. Uh, next one is take a seat. Take a seat. What is that? I don't know. I like the sound of it. <laughs> <laughs> if there's a chair or anything nearby... For uh, an enemy or someone in his way to sit on, then uh, uh, he can probably manage to get it behind their legs so that when uh, something comes towards them or he comes towards them, um, they will end up in a seated position. Okay. Uh, like a trunk or a box or a chair or a stool or anything, he'll be able to get hold of it and slip it behind them and just say, Take a seat. <laughs> Okay. And the third one is just the facts. Ah. And I don't know what that is. Probably maybe uh, maybe he's better at finding out whether somebody's lying to his face or not. May never use it. May never come up. But it sounds good, too. Yeah. And to me, these are malleable. Sure. So, you know, if you find a re... Uh, if at one point we use just the facts to show... See if somebody's lying... And then later on, you're trying to get more information out of some, or you're trying to get information out of someone, and you want to use it for that, then that's, like I said, these are very broad. I mean... Yes, if, if we've um, established, we've long established that the gutter skypes are very good 
at justification. <laughs> well, and the thing of it is, really, if if there's something that you want to do that you didn't take a skill, like there's really no skill. Um, well, actually, for you there is. There's the triplicate thing. If you wanted to punch somebody, you would just, you know. But um, let's say you don't have a hand-to-hand combat skill on your sheet, and you want to do that. If you can rationalize at the time and how you have that skill and you spend the plot point, then you have that skill. So it's not really so much meant as a deterrent as it is to, you know, I mean, I'm, I can't think of any reason, especially in this kind of a setting where it's pretty much over-the-top, bizarre, anything goes. Mm-hmm. I can't really think of a, re- of a reason why I would deny a skill unless it was just like whoa that's just even well no I can't even say that because I was, I was going to say unless it's just way out of left field but half the cool shit that happens in this game <laughs> is way out of left field so yeah, I don't, but uh, okay excellent um, alright well then uh, the, 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 I've already selected uh, 38 revolver as a piece of equipment uh, I select, that's the one, I, how, I'm sorry, I forgot, how many do I select? Is it just the one, or is it more than that? Well, you can have as many of those as you want. What, you're select, what you are selecting is, you get, some, you get one of those as your major item. It's the item that, it's like in Satsi, if you make an item an aspect, then you know that that may get lost or damaged, but you're going to get it back by the end of the story, or the story may hinge on you getting it back, or whatever. Okie doke. That kind of thing. It's it's part of your character, as opposed to just being something your character carries. Okay, yeah, the thirty-eight. Then that'll be the main. Uh, that'll be uh, you know, that'll complete his arm. Okay. <laughs> um. And so the the other items that are on the list, like the they're, uh, they're just law that kind of yeah. Thing. They're just they're just kind of suggestions. Oh, okay. You can have them. You can not have them. They're just things to pick from, because somebody might be playing who says, Ooh, "I want to have the the immigration law thing be my major item or whatever." So they, you know, and you you can have that other stuff. It just doesn't have really any game effect. It's just flavor. Oh, cool. that, that's good. The 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 thing I was thinking of clown night clowning. What was it um, gag items? Can be quite a broad category. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fact. I've just yes. been sitting here thinking of all the different things that will fit in that. Wow. <laughs> But having a huge hammer can't uh, go wrong with that either. <sighs> I'm trying to think of my extra three skills. So far, the only thing I've thought of is mimery. That's like my combat uh, style. <laughs> he never and, speaks during combat. And for those in the know, mime is pretty damn deadly. That's right. Betcha. That's why Marcel Marceau was the silent killer. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) You ever see the movie Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Ooh, I so avoided that. (laughs) I'm 99% sure that's what he was going for when he put that in here, because from every other movie. Not that that is a bad thing in any way, shape, or form. I admire it. Very rich in ideas. <laughs> well, okay, I'll give that some thought and write down two more skills. But and 
Uh, and what am I, am I missing? Anything? I'm pretty done, really. Yeah, I think. Did you get? Did you? Uh, did you take magic, or did you abandon that idea? I uh, dropped my and took magic, and stuck okay. a point on the, on that. Okay, so you have. Okay. I have uh, craft, daring, ingenuity, and magic, and the points are in craft, daring, and magic. Okay. Well, you have them all. You don't need to put ingenuity on your sheet if it doesn't have any points in it. Because you you can do you can do anything. The only thing these the only thing the styles are there for is to determine which kinds of stuff gets you plot points if you roll well. Yeah. So if I use daring and a move and I roll a six, you get then I get a point and then another point. Yeah, Plus you have I get a point. to narrate. Yes. If I roll a five, then I get to narrate and I just get one point. That's right. So you don't need ingenuity on your sheet because it's not doesn't have any points in it, so it's not going to give you any. Um, okay. And and when we when when we get into a conflict, and this is one of the things we we ironed out uh, on the other day, because I wasn't sure how this worked from reading the rules. Um, when you get into an area where you want to do something that's going to require dice rolling, then we kind of I'll you you declare your actions in descending order of style, so. I'll say, does anybody have any daring action they want to do? Does anybody have any ingen- ingenuity actions they want to do? Any craft, any charm, and then might and magic go uh, go last. Yeah, while we're on this, what uh, what actually is craft? Craft, um, it's a cheese pro. It's a company that makes... <laughs> <laughs> Notable so for their uh, macaroni and cheese. So it can be substituted with Velveeta. That's right. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, no, um... <laughs> Velveeta Craft. Ooh. Let's see. i got to find Ooh. the description here. Hang on. Craft is the subtlest style. Thank you. There you go. See? I Crafty like having styles are clever and deliberate, requiring steady hands, keen senses, and intense focus. Tracking a foe, disarming a trap, and discerning a falsehood are all rather crafty stunts. Um, cool. And we have one one craft or or one style, or are we um, just kind of divide up our points between up to three styles? Uh, you can do that whatever you want. You can put uh, all three of your points in craft. Uh, you could put two points in one, one point in another. However you want to do it. Okay, I think I'll put three points in ingenuity. Okay, just as long as as long as ingenuity is one of the styles on your. I, be- I believe it was. Okay, I'm pretty. I think it is too. I don't remember offhand, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this is one devious clown. Yeah, and, and that's one choose. area where I am. I'm still a little bit unclear as to when you use ingenuity and when you use craft. Because I read the description. I know on the other day, uh, Josh's character was was trying to maneuver around some some uh, smart cars that they were they were chasing. They were trying. He's trying to weave in and out of. You know, and trying to hide from them, and I said that was going to be craft because at first my thought was ingenuity, but then I thought, well, it's requiring a meticulous hand to maneuver the car around all these things and not. Uh... So I, I'm a little unclear. The way... can you read ingenuity just for my benefit? So ingenuity. Can... Okay, uh, ingenuity is the most creative style. Ingenious stunts are inspired acts, sometimes even a little desperate. 
Ingenuity can be used to describe a so-crazy-it-just-might-work plan or a sudden brainstorm. It can also describe a character's ability to solve problems creatively. Um, ingenious stunts can take, away your, can take your breath away with their boldness, but a poorly executed plan just might blow up in your face. Okay, so I think I made the right judgment call there. Okay, cool. I'm trying to figure out one more st- well, one more skill for my guy actually because I've got style points in a one in daring, one in charm, one in might, and I've got skills so far in acrobatics, broken English, taste for spicy food, rabble rousing, wrestler, parkour, and I can't come up with my last one. And I guess technically parkour fits in kind of with the acrobatics, except that it's a bit more specialized, but. Hey, what is you never par- know when I might need to... What's parkour? Uh, you know all, all of those stunts in like movies where people are like jumping around on like buildings, like going from like fire escape on one side to fire escape over on the other side, and, that, and then and just basically getting around all these weird ways like like, like that? That's oh, yeah, basically okay. it. I would actually let you have that under acrobatics if you wanted. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that gives my, you two to come up with, but it just seems like I that would just fill out my like my like skill list somehow. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can think uh, beyond the action portion if you wanted to have some. Because I mean, keep in mind if you if if you don't have any mental uh, kinds of skills on there, if you ever need if we're ever if you're ever in a situation where you need to to. Uh, Well, there are ways around that, too. I was going to say intimidate someone, or, or if you need to... He's a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said there are ways around that, too, because so, you could use wrestler, wrestler skill for, for that. So, But you know what I'm saying, though. I mean, that was a bad example, but, but it doesn't yeah. hurt to, to round it out, you know. Actually, going with the... You've got with, skills. With the thinking... Thinking back to some of like the old El Santo movies or something like like that, maybe monster identification. <laughs> there you go. Because El Santo fought everybody. <laughs> cool. And of, of course, his major item is his mask because it's of that important. <laughs> yes. I miss. I forgot the name. What's the name again? Of my character? Yeah. Furia Angelical. And no. yes, that is the character that I am doing for uh, the uh, book. But you know, so what? This is like the like full powered version of him. So. <laughs> okay. Cool. Wow. Motley Group. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I gotta come up with a quick story here. I'm trying to think how to. Well, I thought it was interesting. The character concepts had a lot of um, potential for mix and match, and we don't go for mix very well. <laughs> or we won't go for match very well, rather. Yeah, we we mix them up pretty good. Actually, there's a rule in the game. He says uh, every player has to take a different role. So you exactly. can't. So uh, yeah, well, it, it they, encourages... they don't even align very well. <laughs> Well, see, that's you guys get to come up with how you guys are are uh, working together. I I get to sit back and watch. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm kind of kidding. I, I mean, it's your characters, so in that sense, I'm not kidding, but I mean, I'm not going to just be like a bump on the log. Um, it seems like I think everybody has uh, Shangri-La as, their, as one of their stamping grounds. I think. Oh, I think so. I mean, I, I'm not sure about mine, but it's going to be pretty close. I mean, it's some. I mean, it's not something that I I, I couldn't have just gone there for something. So, yeah, uh, mine is new. Mine is actually new Texaco, but I can travel. Texaco. So, yeah. Um. Let's see. So I need to read up on Shangri LA to get it get an inspiration here. Let's see. Of course, I didn't get in there. It's, uh, I think it's somewhere in the 80s, page-wise. Um, 86. Ah, there we go. This is rough. Everything I can think of fits within clowning around. That's a very broad category. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, in a situation I can do this. Well, yeah, or I can do this, but those are all clowning around, too. <laughs> As soon as you said ingenuity, I kept thinking of, and I don't know why, but the first thing I thought of was a weird Rube Goldberg series of things falling, <laughs> <laughs> and and then immediately flashed on the uh, <clears throat> on the um, little uh, uh, Gomez Jr. or the little Adams baby escaping from its crib, and. Uh, <laughs> With, which ended up with the cannonball on the steam boiler and then shooting through the air and mm. yeah, down onto the plank. Baby goes sailing. Baby lands where the whatever that whole scene. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, let me read a little Rube, bit about. Uh, it's Rube Goldberg physics. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh. That could come in very handy, actually. I do like that. <laughs> That's good. Uh, so you can get to thinking about how Van, how Mr. Pelt uses... Uh, let's see, where to go? Oh, here we go. Magical traditions in the world of Octane. Magic is the catch-all term for the weird, otherworldly powers some people possess. Most are trained in the arcane arts, while others are self-taught. Jeez! <laughs> some are from our world, others are most assuredly not. There are no spell lists or... or I think it's specific. Yeah, or there are no spell lists or specific abilities that magical characters are able to use. Magic and Octane is a unique and curious beast. It's not a replacement for heavy artillery. It's not a way to bypass tricky situations with a word or a gesture. It's more like how magic was used in the old pulp novels, weird and mysterious, 
and cool. Magic should be cool. There aren't any dudes in high-collar cloaks here. Magic is more of a vibe. It is the unexplained and unexplainable. And then you get some examples. If you want me to read on, I will. Or I... Oh, I'm, you, com- you gave- I'm coming up with some on my own. Go ahead. You gave me a great idea. I'm going to change mimery to mime magic. Ooh. Okay, but then you have to take a point in... Uh, you have to put one of your points in magic. Those are, that's the restriction with might and magic. You have to have a point in them to use them. The other ones you don't, but with might and, might and magic. Okay. okay yeah. I think... So ingenuity, I have to take a magic. It's a style? Magic style, you mean? Magic is a style, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, but, I mean, my magic can be a skill. It's That's one thing I... I thinking of house ruling. As it stands, there is no benefit that I can see the way magic works in this, mechanically speaking, system-wise, there's no benefit to having the magic, uh, a magic as a skill. And yet, in several of the archetypes or the roles, he's got spell casting and things like that as skills along with the magic style. So I think what I'm going to do, and this may wind up being too powerful, but we'll see. Normally, when you want to use magic, you have to spend... You remember I said um, when you're using a skill, you automatically get your three dice to roll. But if you don't have a skill, you have to use plot points on a one-for-one basis to get your dice. And then you can have... Well, with magic and might, the way it is written, as far as the rules go, you... In order to do might, full and mighty and magical things at all, you have to have the style with a point in it, at least one. So... When you do something with might or magic, it's treated as though you don't have a skill. You have to use plot points to come up with your with your dice. And to me, then, like I said, there's really no point in having skills. So what I'm going to say is if you have the skill, you can spend one plot point and get your three skill dice. You know, if you have, like, my, in your case, my magic, you have a skill that governs your magical ability. So if you use that, you can spend a plot point and you'll get your three skill dice like normal. If somebody just has the magic style, which I guess with this rule, why would you? But if you had other things you absolutely wanted to have with magic taking a back seat. Well, um, see, what I had in mind was the ability to actually manifest... um, (laughs) I knew it. (laughs) Go ahead. Sorry. Through mime action. Like, you know, if I was miming Eating a banana. You would actually materialize a banana. Oh, no, no. Then oh. there would be a peel there for someone to slip on. Right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I like that. That's awesome. And I, I, that, I think my rule is if you have that skill, then when you spend a plot point, you'll get your three dice. As any other skilled person would... would I mean... And, as any person with another skill would would automatically get, but in, because you're using the magic, you still that way you still have to spend a plot point to make it work. But it's not such a. Do you see what I'm? It's not yeah, such. Yeah, no, a, I, I see. It's just something I can't do all the time. Right, because you only have a certain number. Although plot points are pretty free flowing, so you're probably um, gonna have. 
So do you still want me to do add magic into my skiles and uh, reassign my points? Yeah, you have to have, if you're going to use magic, you have to have you have to have at least one point in magic to use it. Okay. That's fine. What I'm saying is if you if you have the my magic skill, then when you spend spend the plot point, you will get all three of your skill dice. Normally, if you just had the style magic Actually, and as the rules are written, mm. what? Looking at the the full skills thing here, the uh, the uh, skills have the the, uh, the the three additional skills that you you take uh, have to correspond with where your your style points went. Oh crap! I didn't even. Okay. That's on page seventy-seven. I remember reading that. Now that you mentioned it, I just forgot about it the other day, and I forgot about yeah. it now. But still, then they, there's no. He should have. There should be something that makes it easier for you to do magic if you have a magical skill. That's, I guess, my. I figure that the 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 skill kind of is a guideline for how it manifests, or or That's how true. it works in with the plot. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I see what you're saying, and if you if you have the three additional skills, and you have to put them where you're, then you're gonna have a magical skill. No matter what, okay, okay. So, so I stand, you're saying that, disregard everything I just said then, because so so are you saying if I have two points in ingenuity and one point in magic, I need to add one magic skill and two ingenuity skills, right? Huh. Okay. Or you could add three magic skills. Hey, I have to give that some thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that. I wonder how much murder my other group got away with because they... <laughs> I want to. I want to remove one of my skills and replace it with something else. Uh, what okay. you got? I am. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, you were going to say the uh, your uh, your like skill change there. Um, yeah, I and I had uh, made up three additional skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to take away. I want to remove, take a seat. It's really kind of stupid. <laughs> uh, and I want to replace it with uh, Cloud of Ennui. And for those of us ignorant suckholes who don't... Uh... It's, uh, it, it, I originally was going to call it Ennui Invisibility. <laughs> In other words, the guy is so boring, he sometimes <laughs> disappears. <laughs> One of those people that is so damn boring that you don't even you freaking forget that he's standing there. <laughs> and that's perfect for a government agent too. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like but Cloud of Ennui can cover a different thing. He can either exercise Cloud of Ennui as part of his magic in order to appear to still be where he was standing because who the hell cares where he was anyway? He's so boring. And then you find out, "Oh no, he's uh, just behind me to my left." Crap. Or Cloud of Ennui, as in um, he has a lot of paperwork that he uh, is going to require you to have to fill out before you can proceed with whatever it is you want to do. He carries forms with him for uh, his adversaries to be required to fill out correctly. Great. Cool. 
so yeah, remove. I just remove. I just scratched out. Take a seat. Maybe some other time. I need a might skill. Like super bench press. Yeah, something like that. I mean, technically, one of my my initial skill choice was feats of strength. Yeah. But I went with wrestler instead. So. See, and for my charm point, I have rabble rousing, which is basically getting the the crowd onto my side, mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of stuff. Uh, daring is that parkour stuff, and I need something for might. Um, do you want to read that if you've got it handy? That description might inspire some. Uh, yeah, let's see here. Well, actually, they never, he never really gives a good one as far as just might goes. Oh, as really? Oh, that's right. He like com- he mump- lumps them together. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think of other archetypes. I keep calling them archetypes, roles that use That's the... That's what um, they are, really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of other ones that use the, that have the might skill and see what... If he put anything into... I don't... Nothing's springing to mind, though. I know, I know the mutants have... The mutant trucker has might and... and I think there's an example mutant in the book who's a toad who has might and he uses the might for going without water for an extended period of time because he... (laughs) This is a freaking bizarre game. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It really is, but it's fun. Um, and I can't think of any other examples of, of uh, might skills. Oh, yeah, there is one that's just feats of strength. But I think that's the one that that's the wrestler, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. The weird but cute pet has the possibility of a uh, of a might style. That doesn't help me a lot, but <laughs> his, his skills don't have anything mighty in them that I remember. It's um. How about the ability to make a door anywhere you want one? <laughs> I would do it with chalk, and he'd just barrel through he'd it. He just ramp. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, it's locked. Oh well, this door isn't. I have a key. Kool-Aid! <laughs> yeah. Because the scary part is you could be three floors up and, you know, on your way down to the street, but well, you got to take chances, I suppose. That's okay, because if he got narrative control from that, then uh, there would be a passing, um, a passing meringue truck, and yeah. he could... <laughs> or, or Busting down doors. <laughs> no, so... Busting down walls, so that'll make it a little bit more open. I dig it there. I was just, just thinking. Call it battering ram. 
I, you know, I like the Rube Goldberg physics for an ingenuity skill. And I was just thinking, if I, if I took two in magic, uh, my second magic skill could be manifest anvil. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That would be very powerful, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, I don't know. It is a killer clown, but that might be going overboard. Yeah. <laughs> maybe no, there is no guy. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> The thing that I love about this game is that the way this is shaping up, the two games that I will have run could not be more different. <laughs> and yet, I mean, the, it's like night and day. Theirs was semi, at least semi-serious. This is going to be like a cartoon, almost. I Actually, think. Could, I, would it take too long to give us a synopsis of what the other group did? No, um, they had a an ultra-vixen... Um, Chris was playing an ultra vixen who is kind of a, a white trash kind of uh, um, criminal, kind of like. Although Catwoman's not really white trash. That's the Lindsay game Lohan. description. Not much. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he and then uh, Pat was playing Teddy the Plucky Kid, and so they were they had kind of joined together through just. Um, having met in the midst of, of a previous thing, and they were on the run, and Josh was playing um, Clayton, I forget what his character's last name was, it doesn't matter, he was a cl uh, smart car rustler, and he had Dusty the Junk Heap smart car, who was, uh, we, we kind of just subconsciously took the who would play them in the movie thing from Quags and ported it over just because we're so used to it, who was voiced by Slim Pickens, Oh, oh, uh, nice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, yeah, so, uh, he, they met in Detroit Rock City in a steam, in, uh, in a train station with steam engines, and they got, they were being chased by, uh, smart cars, because they had, um, they had, they were on the run. We never got completely clear as, well, yeah, they, um, Sapphire, that was the ultra, that was Chris's character's name, had a pendant that she used for magic that she'd gotten from her mom that was actually owned by the uh, the gas man, who was the guy in Arizona who controls the gasoline. And so he was trying to get it back. And so they were being chased by the... Uh, and so they they had to pickpocket some people in the crowd for, for money... And then they they got into uh, Clayton's smart car, and they were they were doing they had this really cool car chase, and then they wound up hightailing it for uh, Las Vegas to try and hide. And uh, one of the uh, gas man's henchmen ended up the, the Teddy broke away from them. They were at a at a uh, Lucador match in the middle of the, uh, I forget what hotel they were at, but anyway, um, one of the big, because Las Vegas is still pretty much lost. It's like Las Vegas is just, you know, amped up. A, so uh, he gets grabbed by this snake man guy who was looking, because they, the magic, when she used magic to, to get them out of a situation in the car chase, 
the gas man, of course, had a guy employed. This was, which was revealed in a very bad cut scene <laughs> I tried to do. Came out very uh, hokey, but we were running out of time, and I was like, I'm putting the, I'm getting this plot moving, damn it. Um, the magic pendant gave off a kind of signature that's, that other magic-using people could detect, and so the guy said, I know it's around somewhere close by this area. So they grabbed Teddy to try and find out where the woman was, and uh, eventually they, they, uh, he got free, and they ran off, and there was another chase, and that was pretty much the end of that. They rode off into the sunset because we were out of time. Yeah. And <laughs> because... Yeah, we we uh, like I said, it, it 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 went pretty well, but there were I think I was trying to make it more like primetime adventures where it's not because I was trying to have them narrate a lot and you know like set scenes and things like that where that's really not how they. I mean, players in this game are more just they they narrate what happens during stunt roles and things like that, but. It's not like PTA, Primetime Adventures, where you're kind of... I mean, in that game, players and the producer, or that's the game master in Primetime Adventures, they kind of make the plot up as a group as they go. So In this game, you have more of a plot, and then we do more of the narration of the action, potentially. That's, what I, that's the impression I'm getting. I'm still... Because, uh, yeah, there aren't any rules... I thought it was the other way, but there really aren't any rules to dictate who narrates when what, except for the stunt roles. So, I mean, I'm sure if if uh, we wanted to, we could make it like that. We just, it, it was just, uh, it got awkward because I wasn't coming up with any, uh, there were a couple times where I was like, I don't know what's going to happen next, and I really, you know, but. Okay. So it's basically it's the journey. It's the yes. journey that's important. Exactly. But I mean you see what I mean though, their their game was, was extremely different from what looks like this is gonna be. This is gonna Okay. I mean we've got the the clown and the uh <laughs> talk about a contrast. You've got the clown who is just yeah. <laughs> and then the government agent who is on the complete polar opposite extreme. Yeah. <laughs> With a masked wrestler along for the ride. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got potential. Maybe I will podcast that uh, other game. Maybe I'll just... Well, now that you've described it, you're going to have to, because people are going to write and say, Come on! We want to hear it! Come on! <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. That's my good... Yeah. That's... Oh, well, I have to okay it with them, because we had all agreed we weren't going to, so now nah, we'll see. Yeah, next time you meet, ask them. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry. And for our personal appearance, we're supposed to come up with three things? Yeah. Okay, how about a sad clown in ill-fitting suit with Buster Keaton hat? Works for me. Okay. Physically, uh... Uh, Inspector Pelt has an uh, average face, average hair, average build. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgettable. Um, 
inexpensive but serviceable clothing. Sensible shoes. Ooh. And let's see. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> robotic, robotic uh, um, appearance, uh, as in movement. You don't get the impression of a, a robot standing there, but once you see him move, you think mechanism rather than human. <laughs> so he's a stiff-ass. No, just kidding. He's <laughs> he's uh, stiff. He's an android with a robot shoved up his butt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, in this game, you could actually make him a robot. <laughs> no, he's, 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 uh, he's flesh and bones, but uh, as far as um, walking around, moving, everything, from walking to drinking coffee, it's just... Oh, Eric, I thought you were going to take a suggestion literally there for a second. You can actually make a character with a robot shoved up its butt. <laughs> <I know. laughs> no, that would be the butt monkey. You get in, uh, in, uh, a t-shirt with it. Oh dear, what did I lose? Yeah. I lose We're all still here, at, at least from what I see. Uh. I got one of them water drop thingies. Eric? Yes. Okay. Andros? I, I'm here. Okay. Weird. I wonder what that was. All right, anyway. I'd yeah. better still be here. You I'd are. better still be. <laughs> <You are. laughs> okay. Did someone IM you? Uh, I'm I'm looking at. Oh yes, thank you. That was it. The absolute peach. Okay, because I know that when I've IM'd you, you thought someone disconnected in the past. Yeah, it plays the same sound effect. Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so yeah, serviceable clothes, um, mechanism, movement, average, everything. For description, for Pel uh, Inspector Pelt. What a dork. <laughs> what a dorky character. I wonder how this guy's going to turn out. The problem is, can you play someone that stiff? Uh, I don't know. I guess I'll try. Let me see. And Furia Angelical is small, muscular, and dressed in white. Mm. White leather. <laughs> you know, that, that like, you know, the, like, kind of weird, you know, you, you, you know, like the... Basically, my uh, my visual cue for this guy is like Rey Mysterio Jr. and, and it, it, he doesn't do the like spandex stuff really. It's that that more like leather type. I have no idea if if like, you all get what I'm talking about at all. So, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm picturing the guy in that weird milk commercial where, where he was having a romantic tete-a-tete -tete with this uh, uh, fairy-like other woman in a completely white plastic glass room and. Stormtroopers break in and shoot everything up and take her away, and he just... Okay, I'm the only one that's ever seen this. What the hell kind of commercials do you watch? Uh, this was on YouTube. It was never aired, so far as I know. Oh, I don't think they uh. ever... Uh, but, yeah, uh, white leather. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I think I'm following. I think I'm following. More like an Elvis suit or kind of like a Matador suit? Probably closer to to Elvis than to to like Matador, as far as that goes. Okay, I, I got a, more of an image there. Yeah, and what and what's his mask like? Um, it's like mostly it. 
It clasps under the uh, chins at a lot of ornate, uh, like uh, vaguely religious symbology on it. Like I said, I'm kind of going with the whole Ray Mysterio thing as my like visual cue. Lots of of like crosses and that kind of thing. You always wear the mask. Always. 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 Which makes showers very interesting. Because <laughs> if he took it off, he would be real, revealed as Rorschach. <laughs> <laughs> ah! No, no. Okay, no, there's, there's some nightmare material. <laughs> Mr. Carter! <laughs> there's some more nightmare material. Wow. Anybody that walks away from this and not have nightmares, great. Well hey, done. it's for not singing potato people. I, oh. <laughs> oh. I got him. <laughs> Folks, if you don't get it, listen to... Uh, Listen to For the Horde Radio uh, music break. Uh, you'll know. If you know, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, you may be the richer for it. Anyway. That song stuck in my head for a week. Oh, God. What an earworm. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, and and yet does music breaks. Break. One of them was called The Potato People. Go ahead and look it up online, see if you can find it, and then curse me forever. <laughs> Speaking of For the Horde Radio, people should look up the uh, Night Before Winter Veil vale special. Oh, the Winter Veil vale special, yeah. Winter Veil vale special. It was, um, yeah, the the, uh, the holiday For the Horde Radio thing. An adaptation of, an adaptation of uh, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. Re- reworked, revamped for, for uh, World of Warcraft. I didn't mention this in the last one, did I? Did I mention this? I don't think so. I don't think I did. No. Oh, oh yeah, it's uh, it's fun. You don't have to play World of Warcraft to to appreciate it and have fun with it because everybody did a, an exceptional job. Andy Ed put something like seventy hours of post production into the thing. Um, yeah, that's no lie. All she had was the voices to work with, and absolutely everything else you hear in the show she did from scratch. Wow! And you wrote the script or most of it? I wrote. Yeah, I wrote it. You named you named one of the characters inadvertently. You didn't know it, but. Um, <laughs> Oh, I know I did. Yeah, yeah. Munchbug. Continue to talk munchbug. amongst yourselves. I'm going to take that. a quick bio break and Okey-doke. be right back. All right. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the character, Munchbug, the, the, the little baby undead ghoul, is the one that uh, actually got cast in the role of Tiny Tim. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, it's so perfect. <laughs> it worked. It couldn't have been anybody else. It had to be Munchbug. It had to be a Absolutely. baby undead ghoul, which was really kind of, <laughs> give you an example of the humor in it, and, and, and a little strange one. Uh, how is he? <laughs> Little stranger, Munchbug, isn't it? Yes, sir, Munchbug. How is he? Dead, sir. But we have high hopes that he's getting better. <laughs> that kind of thing. I know. <laughs> it's, yeah, uh, you, even if you don't play World of Warcraft, it's hilarious. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And the cast of uh, the cast of the show actually had the roles all split up, among so people don't need to run screaming. It's not all me. All I do is narrate. Yeah. But that, I did that notice Auntie Ed did all the female parts. Which, yeah, kind of made sense. <laughs> <laughs> made perfect sense. Did a good ah. job there, too. Yeah. Okay. And so people have been see. asking, uh, people liked it a lot, but they've been asking, well, what are you going to do to top this? What are you going to do next year? <laughs> oh, God. And she said, hey, you know how 
You know how every year uh, a Christmas story is played back to back over and over again all day long? Every year? Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> well, you know, next year for the holidays, we're going to be presenting a Wintervale tale. <laughs> the one that you just heard. <laughs> I think she had her fill of, uh, I mean, she knew what kind of work it was going to be, but wow, I just, I was here. I watched it happen night after night mm-hmm. after night after, oh my God. Oh, but the results were good. The results yep. were fun. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for remembering that and reminding me of that. I should have mentioned that in the last uh, episode and did not. Still close to the season. Give it a listen. You'll like it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard a good joke on um, New Year's Eve. I. You want to hear it? I. Okay. Sure. This is um, uh, Julius Caesar. Okay. Got that? Mm-hmm. Julius Caesar walks into a bar. Okay, bartender says, Hail Mighty Caesar, what may I make for you? Uh, Caesar says, I would like a Martinez. And the bartender says, Excuse me, but General, but uh, don't you mean a martini? And Caesar said, If I wanted a double, I would have ordered one. <laughs> This is a, a like Latin grammar joke, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, many vidi vici. Many vidi vici martini. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Shows right. you the sort of people I hang out with on New Year's Eve. Erudite. Erudite companions. Yeah, just before they burned the wicker man, right? <laughs> I kid you not, they had one. I think I Would mentioned you? that last time. Yeah, 15-foot yeah. tall damn, holy crap, yeah. With a green and white check kilt. <laughs> oh, was it wearing one? I didn't. I don't think yes, we got to that yes. detail. No, you, 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 said, you said it should have been, and in fact it was. Oh wow! Holy crap! I like I said, I I, I miss a lot by not leaving the house. <laughs> you go to the right parties. I can tell you that. Uh, oh dear, Eric is telling me I have a new Skype picture. What has she done? <laughs> oh. Oh, I, I, it says here, um, it says, uh, Andres has changed the conversation topic to, do you like my new epic tiara? Oh it's, no. <laughs> it was a picture Oh, of you can't a, see uh, this. Go ahead. No, I can't. A, uh, <laughs> a, uh a like cat with a tiara. Ah, that's that's Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. our cat Elvis. He's nice. a kind of a Russian blue looking guy. So mm-hmm. you didn't know about that, all right? Well, I've seen the picture. I just didn't know she put that on there. That's yeah. That's now your Skype logo for the time. Ah. <laughs> That's very right. cute. That's yeah, no, my, nice my character in World of Warcraft uh, had a had a like a headpiece that was looked kind of like um, um, kind of like a metal crown sort of looking thing, and she kept calling it a tiara. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a tauren, yeah. Yeah, you don't feel very mighty when somebody's telling you you're wearing a tiara. No, you you don't feel very mighty when someone's telling you you're wearing a tiara. <laughs> And I think it's stretching it a bit for Warcraft to call it a helm of any kind. <sighs> ah, 
she's sitting there giggling madly. <laughs> well, that's what you're there for. It, it is. My life is to be entertaining. It's true. <laughs> I, I fulfill that admirably and, and making soup. Cool. Okay. No Eric yet? Yep. I'm back. Oh. I'm just reading up on uh, Shangri LA. Okay. So I... Our stomping grounds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do we want to... Go ahead. Do we want... I'm just wondering if I should have Mark read this part just so that we're all on the same page, no pun intended, as to where... Don't drink and talk at the same time, Eric. As to where we uh, are starting from. I think I could actually... Actually, I think I've got it right here, so I'll do it. Okay. Shangra L.A. The city of Los Angeles is more or less the same as it ever was. Grimy, gritty, urban sprawls sit beside the glitz and glamour of models, rock stars, and celebrities. The traffic secretary handles most of the law enforcement policies, as well as trends, um, as well as, as trends. Stop doing that. Talking to my computer again. As well as transportation concerns. The president of California is a... (laughs) This is very funny, given the governor is a former Hollywood Hollywood producer, now in semi-retirement. <laughs> Shangri La LA's mystique is best glimpsed in the district of Hollywood, the center of the quasi-religious movement known as the Celluloid Church. The church recognizes movie stars and other celebrities as saints and treats them accordingly. Ornate shrines are erected within the deceased star's former homes in Beverly Hills and Malibu, and regular worship is done at film festivals and movie marathons featuring stars like Marilyn Monroe and James Dean. Besides the church, L.A. is also the home for many beings not of this earth. Most of the aliens are just passing through on tourist visas. Others are illegal to have landed outside the city limits and are attempting to pass themselves off as humans in order to find work. The music of Los Angeles is is edgy and modern uh, from the sounds of the British invasion and its followers, the scooter-riding mop-top mods, to surf punk and heavy metal. The only real bridge between the cities of Las Vegas and Los Angeles is and always will be Elvis. I think that is... So that gives us kind of an idea of where we are. (laughs) (laughs) How long after the apocalypse is this supposed to be? Uh, it doesn't really specify. Pretty much, um, I would say long enough for things to have kind of settled in, but there's still the problem of, you know, we, humanity has not completely recovered. There's still, um, guns are rare, but not, uh, un, you know, I mean, think Road Warrior kind of. Because from what your description, you seem to indicate that there are some people who still remember pre-apocalypse times around. Or at least they have movies. Well, you said retired producers, so... Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, Yeah, so I would say probably 10, 15 years. Okay. I mean, it could be whatever. I'm just throwing that out there, but that's... Because they're not dealing with nuclear winter, mm-hmm. but there are still parts of the deserts where you can get rad blasted. 
I mean, we're not really dealing with real-world apocalypse anyway, because we're talking about mutant toads and things like that. <laughs> Sentient mutant toads, I might add. So, Yeah, yellow monsters with cowboy hats. Exactly. Yeah, see, he's getting into the spirit of it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So, let's see. We've only got an hour, so... I'm just going to make it a very... Do you guys, do the characters already know each other? Let's get that out of the way. That might be best. Yeah. Yeah, I think we know each other. Let's see. Probably, I know... What did you say your character name, character's name was, Adam? Uh, Inspector Pelt. Probably my character started hanging around his just because I figured he could use a good laugh every now and then. Yep, and and my character doesn't place him under arrest for murder because uh, he probably uh, helped stop some uh, helped Inspector Pelt stop some madman from blowing up a orphanage or something. In That's the past, nice. yeah. So he's got he's got a redeeming quality in in the eyes of Inspector Pelt that uh, prevents me from running him in. Plus, I probably don't have any of the paperwork necessary for arresting someone for murder. I'm not a wholly useless vagrant. <laughs> when, I, when I when I think when I think killer clown, I think literally. Ah, <laughs> you I see. Have, you must have killed someone in the past. I just don't know about it. Uh, we we kill him with laughter. Yep. Okay. And what about, okay. But how do we know Mark's character? El Magnifico, whatever. Biria Angelical. Uh, when we're calling to you uh, during a fight, what would you like us to say? Furia. 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 Okay, I've I've got an idea. Okay. Okay. Hold me in my head. Okay. It's it's Shangri LA. Yeah. So all kinds of there is a circus going on. Oh. And uh through various means of, of happenings past, which I don't really think unless you want to, we really need to go into. Um <coughs> Um, the um, I'm sorry, Andros. Your character's name again is uh, Murphy. Murphy. God, why the hell did I? Okay, that just blanked. I'm sorry. Murphy is performing in said circus as our story opens. Oh, and so is so is um, Infuria. Did I get that right? Furia. F- Furia. I-A. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought I heard an N in there, so I apologize. Furia. So, um, as a... doing his wrestling thing, so they're, they're paid gigs. Um, Inspector Pelt, you are there because uh, you have been... you have heard that from your, the upper echelons that there is an illegal alien masquerading as one of the performers. <laughs> so, 
great. Find an alien in a circus. Great. <laughs> okay. Excellent. <laughs> so that is why you are there, and you guys do you know each other, so you don't have to worry about. I almost kind of wish you didn't now, because <laughs> that would be kind of funny. But anyway, um, so um, all right, so. Given that background, do any of you have any idea what you want to be doing at this point in the as our story begins? Do anything from the clown and the wrestler <laughs> performing at the same time, wrestling, you know, doing a kind of a theatrical thing where you could be rest you could be wrestling somebody. I don't I don't care. I leave that in your capable hands, what you see your characters Lift, lifting half a dozen women at the same time. There you go. <laughs> I have a question. I don't know whether it's for me to ask or not, but do the other two characters know there's an illegal alien in the circus? Uh, that's. We can leave that up to them, I suppose, if you want. Sure. Yeah, I. We can leave that up to. Or I can just roll for it. One to three, they know. Four to six, they don't. Okay. Cool. I wish I had my eight-ball program. I could use that. Replay. <laughs> ask again later. Ask again later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tune in next time for Magic Ace Ball. <laughs> um, I got a five roll to four, so they do not. Okay. Good. It's it's privileged information at the moment. Yes. I'm um, working the crowd with making balloon animals for the kitties. And for some reason, the giraffe always winds up with three legs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I'm in the ring with somebody. Okay. You're in the ring with Elf. I'm gonna I'm gonna take this guy out of the last game and throw him in here with El Fuego. El Fuego. El Fuego. <laughs> the flaming wrestler. Mm. No, he's the from down under. Actually, in the game yesterday, he was the fire breathing wrestler, which I got from the book. But I think the flaming wrestler is funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Inspector Pelt is sitting in the front row. He has uh, he has purchased the requisite balloon on a stick, and he has popcorn. Oh, he's in disguise. Ah, okay. <laughs> he's having uh, a little bit of trouble trying to figure out how he can applaud and have the popcorn at the same time. <laughs> El Fuego is going to kick your ass! <laughs> He says, running at you with flames shooting from his fingertips. Ah. And we are in a conflict. So mm -hmm. what uh, what do you want to to do? 
Well, I think I want to try to uh, throw myself onto onto the ropes and like flip over the the like shots being the like fire shots at me and kick him in the head. Hopefully. Okay. Go ahead and roll. So that would be the wrestler skill. Yep. And obviously that's the daring. So roll your three dice and give me the highest result. I got a six. All right. So that gives you your wrestler is what? My wrestler is what? How many plot? I mean, what? How many points is in? Oh, that's one of your skills. What? I'm sorry. What is uh, daring? daring? Daring has one, so I get two, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, everybody and starts out with one plot point, by the way. I forgot to mention that little tidbit, so now he's got three. Oh, cool. Yeah, so basically what he's doing is, as he starts forming this fireball or whatever he is, in his, in, 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 as El, El Fuego is forming this fireball or whatever. In Uh-oh. I lost connection. I know. Are you busy? Mr. K, you, you, you cut off midsection. Uh, Andrews, I can still hear you. Hello? Oh, oh okay. I thought I was out. Uh, is Eric still okay, there? Okay, I'm back. And uh, Eric looks okay. like he has dropped off. So up the... That was weird. Yeah. Because yeah, I can you... still hear you all. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> all right. Let me try this. Uh, give uh, Eric a call uh, back. And uh, Adam, you just told me that you're on, on the, the phone for some reason. I'm sorry, I'm what? <laughs> You're on the the uh, phone, apparently. Well, yeah, you want to phone us. Hello? Okay. <laughs> okay, you cut off mid-sentence, Mr. K. Uh, uh. As El Fuego is getting ready to launch this fire at me, basically... Um, Furia is going to grab the the top rope, haul himself onto it, and launch himself over it to hit a a like drop kick on um, on El El Fuego, sending him kind of of like rolling backwards towards the other side of the ring. Cool. Okay. And actually, you can keep going if you want, because in this game, you don't just that's, that's mean, right. That, yeah, this is the like whole fight, isn't it? Yeah. Or at least unless something happens where we both agree that there... I mean, this is, I'm kind of extrapolating, but if we both agree, let's make another roll. There's no reason, you know. But, yeah, you can pretty much go as far as you want. Okay, so I didn't see him doing the, like, roll back there, hitting the, the, the ropes full body and then trying to roll back at me, in, in which case I kind of leapfrog him and give him an, another kick, which knocks him out of the ring through the, the ropes on the, on, the, on the other side by just due to momentum, and that would probably be a good place where if we want to continue the match, with, with another roll would come in there, I, I think. Okay. The crowd is roaring with cheers and applause. And uh, Inspector Pelt notices that for a split second, out of the corner of his eye, he sees flashing lights emanating from... uh, from someone in the crowd, and then they quickly are. The light is is uh, 
dashed out and the applause begin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Inspector Pelt uh, uh, carefully, carefully without spilling a single kernel, places the popcorn bag between his <laughs> knees and begins the process of uh, applauding and appreciation of the performance before him. He actually claps out of time. <laughs> Funny, so is this person. Uh, so, um, uh, out of the corner of his eye, uh, looking to looking in the direction to is it was did you say it was off to his right? It is now, yes. Uh, off to his right, he looks in the direction where the flash came. Obviously, it was not the flash of a camera because, of course, the taking of pictures is not allowed during this performance. <laughs> of course. And anyone who uh, practiced uh, any such thing would be in gross violation of the law. <laughs> so um, he looks in the direction of where the flash came from, and uh, you say there's an individual still there, apparently, that uh, may actually not be applauding quite the same way as anyone else? He is applauding, uh, but, yes, a little out of sequence with with everyone else. I'm, I'm, going, to, uh, I'm going to make my way. I'm going to leave the popcorn neatly on the chair, marking its place and carry the balloon on a stick upright in that direction under the pretext of possibly returning it for another color um, and make my way closer to this individual looking for an empty seat nearby. Okay, now let's see. How in the hell do I get um, Murphy into the... Um, okay, Murphy is making balloon animals for the kids with a draft that doesn't... The, it's not staying... What? Mutant. <laughs> well, you said three legs. It's better that than five legs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You never know. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> e. Drumsticks for everyone. Mm, yeah. <laughs> okay, anyway. And, uh... Okay, I'm going to... We're going to... At the risk of leaving Andros out for a second, I'm going to cut back to uh, Furia and uh, and El Fuego for a second. Okay. He gets up, reapplies some stage makeup. Sweeps <laughs> <laughs> back his hair. That's right. And then rushes back toward the ring. I am going to kill you! And he tries to actually jump, leap over the ring, or over the, um, the hell do you call the... The ropes? Over the, huh? Over the, like, yeah. ropes, or...? Yeah, over the ropes into the, and just into the ring. Okay. I'll be, uh, kind of, like, backing off from it, looking to, like, bounce back off of the, the, the like, ropes at him, kind of a, uh, you know, just, like, he's, he's like, backing off from him. He's going to hit, hit the ropes and then let the, the momentum of the ropes in that push him back in and to apply some kind of hold on him. And it looks like a four this time. Okay, so we, we kind of share the narrative. Uh, yeah. Okay. You get most of it and I get to toss, mm-hmm. toss in a couple of, uh, yeah. of details. Okay. Okay, so yeah, the uh, basis that as, as he's making, as he's leaping over the ropes in the ring, I'm kind of backing off from him. Like you said, I will uh, hit, hit, hit the ropes and let that project me back in. 
the intent was to get some kind of a like sleeper hold or something on him. Okay. I guess I'm a little confused. He was jumping out, trying to jump over the ropes into the ring. You're backing off so that he, yeah, when he well, lands, you... Yeah, basically, in order so that when he lands, I'll have gotten back to to the ropes to kind of pick up momentum from the from being basically from the from stretching out the ropes and that that would it would push him back in basically and kind of increase his momentum as it were. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So he's going further into the into the ring. I think. Well, eventually, yes. Yeah, it sounds to me like uh, El Fuego uh, successfully does leap into the ring, but right. um, Furier bank shotted himself like a like a um, like a pool ball off of the opposite rope, so that when El Fuego gets into the ring, Furia is already headed at speed towards him. So they're going to meet like uh, like two cannonballs coming together. Exactly. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Then my my detail that I'm putting in here is you ram into him. And it's a little bit more uh, than either of you had thought, and it sends him careening out the other side, where he lands right on. <laughs> he lands on Murphy, just as the little kids. Mommy, how come the giraffe isn't standing? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, wow. I have a wrestler in, in our myths or something. So he gets, yes, he gets up and his he is quite outraged and the flames are seem to be not quite as controlled as they were before. I know what I got to do next. I know what I got to do next. I know what I got to do next. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's somebody else's turn, though, but I does, know what does I got to do. Does anyone want to do any daring uh, actions at this point? Mine is going to be pretty daring, but if anyone else has anything, then oh well, I'm I this I'm going I'm going to do my best, very best to help him up, but um, <laughs> for some for some for some reason, I, his his leg keeps getting caught in the chair, so every time I pull him up, he slips and falls down, and um, okay, finally finally when he goes on his way, he's got a um, balloon giraffe. In the back of his trousers. Well, so, hang, hang on, yeah. we got we got we got to make the oh. roll here. Oh, we have to make oh, no, the roll. De- <laughs> okay, well, you want Do me to roll? De- no, we all declare first, and then we make the roll to see. Oh, 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 oh. okay, okay, got to decide what happens in each thing here. Okay, okay. Adam, are you doing something daring? <laughs> uh, no, I, I I can't wait to see how this turns out. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, is anyone using ingenuity for anything? <laughs> Actually, I've got my uh, my uh, daring thing still. Right, right. I'm just making sure nobody... Okay. So yeah, Adam's just... Ingenuity. Okay. So we'll do the... All right. Go ahead, Mark, and okay. roll your... My, my daring thing is basically to do the a repeat of the bounding off of the, uh, the, the, the rope thing again, but this time it's going to, to, to be... Uh, the, the return is going to be all the way across the ring... Up to the top of of, of the, the ropes, and then suicide plancha to the outside where this guy is. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. And crap. <laughs> Three. 
Well, you know, you get a little bit of narrative control there. Um, yeah, so what's happening? And I'll let you know when I throw something in. <laughs> okay, so you were trying to bounce off of the other side, and, and uh, again, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to visualize so I can give a good... Yeah, after I knocked him out of, of the, the ring, basically, I've been kind of figuring right. that it was the, the way that, that, that he had come back in. Since, since when he was jumping in, I was moving aw- directly away from him. So I figured that right. the way I knocked him back out was right back out where he was, which happened to be next to Murphy at, 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 right. at this right. point. And, and the idea was to do these, the same thing, except that since he's not there in the middle of the ring this time, I'm going all the way ag- across, meaning to hit the, the like, top of the, of the rope and then throw himself from the top rope outside onto this guy, you know, kind of, you know, just uh, like jumping on him there. And... Oh, okay. So you're just cannonballing yourself from there and doing what you were going to do before, but outside the ring now, essentially. Well, except that rather than doing a a like hold, trying to get him into a like hold, I'm I'm just trying to like throw my uh, myself at him. So, like an arrow, trying to do damage. Um, okay. Kind of more like sideways, but yeah. Yeah. So that's what okay. I was trying to do. <laughs> okay. And because I am completely blank as to anything I can think of to cut. Co- oh. You do that, actually. You you succeed in doing that, but in doing so, you manage to catch your he catches your suit on fire. Oh, oh dear! Because of which is causing a bit of and the 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 action around here is causing a fair amount of pandemonium going on in the uh, in the circus at this point, or at least in the in the audience of the circus around the vicinity. And um, Inspector Pelt, what are you, uh, what are you doing? Uh, is there an empty seat next to the individual that I pinpointed uh, the flashing light having come from? Yes. Uh, he's going to sit down in the empty seat and and um, uh, very very good posture, very good posture. <laughs> uh, turning directly to his right. Um, and staring directly into the ear hole of this individual. <laughs> uh, sir, are you aware that the taking of pictures of recording uh, devices of any kind are forbidden in this particular vicinity? Um, by the authority invested in me, uh, I have I have to request that you either produce a camera or a good reason for having sparked off with flashing lights like that. <laughs> And he he is looking at what's going on around, and then he looks over at you. I thought I heard someone speaking to me. That was, in fact, me, sir. It would go very well for you if you produced a camera, which I would simply confiscate and give you a, uh, a receipt for. And if, uh, camera. You have, if you don't have a camera, but have uh, some odd reason for having flashed off lights like that, then I will simply question you further. It's your choice at this point. Uh, I was flashing lights because I am a flasher. <laughs> uh, it, that, too, is a misdemeanor in this state and county, sir. <laughs> However, that is uh, not the particular crime that uh, 
that, that, that was brought to my attention in my peripheral vision. I use my peripheral vision quite often. I, I was, was flashing like the flashing over there, and he points at the, at the fire. He points at the uh, the the rest the the, the fire the fire wrestler wrestling. with the fire yes the because the fire is beginning to I will attempt now to simultaneously glance in that direction to ascertain the truth of your statement while reaching for my badge. So he's going to produce his badge. Okay. And uh, and uh, ask this. Uh, I I I I am uh, do uh, I am a representative of uh, law enforcement. Actually, hell, we should be rolling for this because you're trying to get him I'm to... I'm trying to act official. <laughs> yes. So, go ahead if you want to... And I keep forgetting, you guys can use plot points if you want to make it more than three dice. But, um... Well, hell, to get three, a better chance. Three is probably good right. enough. What the hell? Okay. Yep. So, I guess, what am I... Let me see. What am I... Um, I'm going to ask him, uh, just to put a tail end on this, I'll ask him for identification. And that's pretty much what I want him to produce is identification. Uh, highest, well, I got a four, five, and a five. Highest, five. Five, so you get uh, plot points for your, um, what the hell skill would that be? You were using Act Official, that would be Charm. Well, you don't have Charm on your I do thing. not. So okay. you you don't get any plot points for that, but that's okay. Yeah, so what? Um, we get to sort of share, oh no, you get to narrate what happened there, because uh, you got a five. So I'm going to shut up and let you tell me. What uh, what he does? He uh, he nervously reaches into his pocket and produces something that looks remarkably like a human wallet of standard quality. But when he opens it up, all he can produce is some blue soap suds. <laughs> okay, that's, that's probably a good cutoff point <laughs> for 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 pelt, uh, unless whatever it is you need to do next. <laughs> Well, what is what, how does Pelt respond to that uh, the soap suds? Sir, I must inform you that those are not uh, those, are, those are not sufficient identification for these climbs, and I must now ask you: uh, Are you in fact a human being? Oh, fast bait! And he <laughs> gets up and makes a run for it. The game is afoot. I don't know he, why I said that. <laughs> He actually gets up and leaps and starts running over the shoulders of of people who are uh, of of various people, posers, celebrity, uh, wannabes, robots, which in this game are more like androids instead of like you know, um, and things like that. He's just he's he's running over people literally to get toward the exit of the. Uh, of the of the uh, circus. Slick. Now we are, we will cut back to these other two, and oh no, hmm? he he runs over and he he waves, madden a, a maddened wave at the uh, at the at uh, El Fuego and uh, makes some odd hand. <laughs> it sounds like he flips him off. Oh well, he makes some makes some odd hand gestures at him, maybe, <laughs> and the wrestler begins or attempts to extricate himself from this 
situation and follow him. Who wants to do something? Do I get to declare an action? Um, daring goes first, and then we have ingenuity and uh, then craft and charm. So, whoever, if anybody wants to do a daring thing, now would be the time to declare it. Inspector Pelt would like to do a daring thing, or is it? I don't know whether it's daring or just um, outlandish. <laughs> then that sounds like it would actually fall into ingenuity because it could be so crazy it just might work. It does, and I don't. Oh, I did take ingenuity. Wait a minute. Yeah, craft. Drive, ingenuity, magic, uh, daring, ingenuity. Uh, it would fall under ingenuity. Uh, uh, Inspector Pelt would like to shout and point in the direction of the running um, alien. Stop him. He has the diamonds, and there's a $10,000 reward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, does anybody have anything crafty they want to do? I'm still on ingenuity. Yeah, so oh, am I. I'm sorry. Okay, well then, by all means, I didn't mean to move on that fast. Go ahead and declare. Okay. Um, so how many dice do I roll? Uh, three. Three. Okay. Well, it depends on actually on what you're doing. If you have a... Are you using one of your skills, or is it something that doesn't fall under the purview? Um, yes, actually. I'm, I'm going to use my magic. So I have okay, a plus one, that, and I'm going to use a plot point. Okay, using a plot with magic, you have to use a plot point in order yep. to get any any dice to uh, in it. So uh, you have one plot point to start with, so you get one die to roll. Okay, one die to roll for magic. Wow. I rolled a four. Okay, so you get to narrate what happens, and I... Oh, no, you get... I get... Wait, huh? Uh, I get, I get to narrate. You get to interject. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, he's, he's running in my direction. And I, 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 I turn around and very slowly move a hand in front of me as though I'm running it against a wall. <laughs> <laughs> And then the other hand the other way. And I'm clearly delineating the fact that there is an invisible wall in front of me. And I'm looking very confused at the trying to find the edges of this wall, but I can't seem to reach the edges of this wall. Okay. <laughs> and the magic is, is that as he attempts to pass by me, there will in fact be a wall there. Yes. Um... And there is, and he he slams into the wall, curses in some alien tongue, seek fuck, and a bolt of energy shoots from his fingers and crumbles the wall. Oh dear! I, I will look dust. horrified and and tip my hat at him real quickly. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of the the up down sort of thing, you know. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and he, he turned now, and he turns to you, and he he stops because obviously the wall halted his m momentum. Uh, he says, "Of course, you realize this means war." <laughs> <laughs> what what a what a 
Odd character. Okay. Um, I don't know. Do I get to do anything else at this point, or is it somebody else's turn? Well, other people had declared things, so let's see Absolute, what... Uh... Absolutely. I've got ingenuity here going on here. I figure that I've got to douse this by fire that I've, that I've, I've caught somehow yes. in a very Hank Bugle-like fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to take care of that by I, I figure that I'm right next to the, the uh, crowd here someone's got to have a like uh, uh, a, a cup of, of like coke or beer or like something grab it douse myself with it hopefully six is it, is it regular or sugar free it doesn't matter <laughs> Doesn't <laughs> if you're dousing yourself with it, sure does. <laughs> Especially in bee season. <laughs> well, the important thing is the fire is out. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> and he got plot points. He certainly yeah, got plot points. And except that, well, I, I get one plot point because it's ingenuity and I don't have one in there otherwise. Ah, there you go. Yes. So yeah, I, I just you know, I'm on fire. I like try to pat it out briefly first, and I let I, I like look over. There's this guy there, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with one of his hands has a like cup of like soda, <laughs> and I just grab it, take the top off of it, pour it over myself, put the fire out, put the top back on, hand it hand it back to him. He, he just kind of kind of, uh, of like looks at it first, like hey, that was my yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fury at right. my hero. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll never wash this cup again. You. <laughs> <laughs> but I am okay, no longer yes. on the fire. But you are sticky. And, well, okay. Yes. <laughs> and Inspector Pelt says yeah. the. What did he say? Did he stop that? Stop him. Uh, He's got the diamonds, and there's a $10,000 reward. So. Go ahead and. Oh let's see. Roll. Here we go. I get. The top number is a four. So I get a little bit of narration, I think. Um, I, think I think I have this backwards. Yeah, I think you get. A, I think I. With a three, the game master has partial, which means the player has most control. And with a four, the player has partial control, which means the Game Master has most of the no, control. The I'm... Around. No, no, no. It, 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 yeah. It's the other way around. The, the uh, four is, is like more player control, and then right. three is more GM control. Okay, so we were doing it right. I get yeah. that's yeah. You okay. it right the I first a... time. It's, it's kind of a linear progression. One to two GM narrates. Yeah. High, high is best for the player. Yeah. Right. Okay, I was overthinking it. Alright, then... Okay, so uh... then yeah, I, I narrate most, and you get to throw in some on a four. Sounds good. Uh, uh, having heard that there's, uh, uh, having heard uh, the operative words diamond and reward and dollars, uh, quite a few, not all of the crowd, but quite a few members of the crowd take off after this guy to see if they can do a running tackle. And if by some weird, bizarre accident, you know, maybe knock loose some diamonds, uh, pretend to maybe forget that they weren't there, whatever, they want to go after this guy because he represents, uh, he represents a prize of a certain kind. Oh, I was and they're doing this. their civic duty. Yeah, That's right. Lucky if they don't tear them to bits. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, people. Um, let's say uh, about uh, six or seven. Yeah, six or seven people from the crowd make it uh, into the area that he's gone t uh, towards. 
uh, to try and go after him. Okay. He, uh, and I don't really have anything to add to that. I'm, I'm just not on cylinders today for some reason. Well, um, I, just, I was going to say, and two of them catch up with him and kill him. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that been, but that would have been bad. And they all lived happily ever after. Except happily. him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, yeah, I kind of, I didn't want to go too far with it, because I figured that was pretty damn good if you actually managed to get that to happen. <laughs> you know, more interference. I mean, he couldn't, uh, he could probably have run over the shoulders of the same people, but what the heck. He likes, he likes to be aware of his environment like Batman. Yes. Mm. So I was going to leave... Actually, what I was going to do is have him, uh, pluck from his robes a bunch of, uh, pies... But that would just be silly. The alien? Yes. Oh, cool. And start throwing them at people. Wow. Would As he tries be, to make his escape. Would those be flying saucers? <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, they would. And not the copyrighted Frisbee name of the Pie Pan Corporation. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so what, is he a flying saucer throwing ninja? He's Instead a... Of Sure. Pie man Flying the, saucer throwing ninja flasher. He's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, would, that's yeah. What the hell? Does he? I don't know. <laughs> sure, why not? Yes. Okay. We. Okay. Here we are. <laughs> Inspector Pelt's next move is to be to try and get himself make his way to the ring. Next. <laughs> All right, we are in a uh, a new. I don't call him. Well, whatever. We're in a new a new. Uh, We're in a new thingy. Thingy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What the hell? So we're back up to daring. Who's doing daring? Who's doing daring? Is anyone doing daring? Daring once, daring twice. What I'm thinking, I think, might actually go into might this time. But Okay. Then we will hold off on that one. Is anyone doing uh, anything ingenuous? I am. <laughs> As opposed to... <laughs> ingenious. Okay. As okay, opposed so... to smart. So this is a, uh, a a normal ingenious clowning around sort of thing. Okay. So I get three dice for that. Yes. Okay. And I tell you, the top one is a six. Hmm. Then narrate away, sir, and take some plot points. Okay. How many do I get? Uh, well, you're. How many points do you have in ingenuity? Uh, two. Then you get three. Oh, okay. Excellent. Um, okay. Well, um, I've been taken aback by this, this strange fellow who is now flinging objects at the crowd trying to chase him down. Um, but I have the... Um, um, what is it? That, uh, the, that other wrestler fellow here also. Do I not attempting to get up? Uh, oh, yes. He is, he is starting... He had gotten up. He's trying, starting to follow... Okay. Uh, the guy toward the exit. Okay, well, I, I, I don't think he's quite man managed it, so I'm going to try to assist him. <laughs> so I, I'm going to grab him, expecting to make sure he's on his feet properly and wind up getting him swung around and tripping up the, um, the guy trying to flee. Okay. And you're narrating what happens, so... So, that the, the, all, all, all three of us end up tumbling into a rather large heap. <laughs> Full of whipped cream and 
coconut. Whipped cream and coconut. It's, it's, it's actual pies. Wow. That's a good trick. I have to remember that one. <laughs> well, yeah, if I can grab a pie, I'm going to save it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that might come in handy next round. Inspector Pelt wipes his face and says, Why did you hit me in the face with a coconut custard pie with whipped cream? <laughs> Sorry, that's a lie. Okay, so I guess I guess yeah, the, 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 all this pie filling, the ground here is getting kind of slippery too. So I think <laughs> that we're going to have a bit of trouble, any of us standing. But I'm going to attempt to help them up. I'm going to attempt to help them up, even though we keep sliding and falling over. <sighs> okay. okay, great visual on that. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And what did Fourier uh, want to do? Okay, well, what I was thinking was, you know, after I've, after I've finished putting out the fire myself, getting, going over to El, El Fuego in the middle of, of, of this mess, <laughs> spending my four plot points to heft him up, <laughs> carry him to, to some large water container, a barrel full of, of, of water, dolphin tank, something like that. Dolphin... <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? We got everything else in this. We got a dolphin tank. Why not? And hurl him into it. Okay. Up there. Four, four plot points. Wow. Yes. Give me wow. four dice, right? Yep, four dice. And I got a five. Sweet. So you get back... Out of those four, you get back... Two. No, wait, two. one. One, yeah, one, sorry. Yeah. yeah, one, yeah, yeah. So it's like, is it this mess going on within back and forth? And while while um, while Murphy is kind of concentrating more on the other guy, I was going over picking up El Fuego, you know, by the you know, hefting him up over my head, walking over to the like dolphin tank for the next act. Mm-hmm. Kind of like doing a, a couple of like quick presses and then hurling him upwards. He fall, lands in the the uh, tank. The water, of course, you know, messing him, him, him up that way. And maybe he even yes. gets, gets like head 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 butted by one of the uh, dolphins or 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 something. That works for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And he is down for the count and actually uh let's see. And the question was asked why did you hit me in the face with the coconut custard bun? That was just a I, that was just a bad Warner Brothers reference. I didn't actually say that. No, I haven't oh, I haven't oh. actually hit him with a pie yet. No, he 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 was uh he was dealing with uh Mr. Alien guy and his pies and yes. I just flashed on Humphrey Bogart and Bugs Bunny and Yeah. Went nuts. Sorry. Uh, what I'd actually that's a, like that's to a do. very good analogy. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said, you know, of course you mean this means what this means. Um, that's what, right. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> right in perfect with where I was going with it. What Inspector Pelt would like to do is um, um, put cuffs on the alien. Okay. I don't know whether that falls under... Uh, essentially, he wants to place him under arrest. Um, so... All right. I think I see acting official. 
Or what? No, you're not acting official. You're being official. I'm being that official. Was... You're cyborging uh, badly. I'm I'm afraid. No, I'm not. You're going to have to come up with a list of stuff you say when you come back. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I would simply like to place the uh, the alien under arrest. Um, uh, hopefully by putting handcuffs on him, but uh, that, would, uh, that would entail uh, approaching him, addressing him, and putting handcuffs on him in the act of... Uh, arresting him and I don't know what skill that falls under um, what skills do you have again or style I've got acting official pistol driving alien lore in triplicate just the facts and cloud of ennui and under, hmm. sti- under styles I've got craft daring ingenuity and magic um, it doesn't really fall in under any of those skills so the only one I think would be you are you are an acting official. Yes, I am. <laughs> ah, so I'm not acting. <laughs> Slap him around a bit. Make acting. it daring. Okay. What? Slap him around a bit. Make it daring. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I don't have to be gentle about it. Uh, do I get to? How many dice do I get to roll for that? Um, that would be three. Oh, good. And it would be under uh, charm, according to the. The intimidation and stuff like that usually fall under charm, so I'm going to oh. just go with that. Am I allowed to use that if I don't have that on my uh, styles? Well, you, like I said, the only I mean, you can do anything. The only benefit of having the styles is you get the plot points if you roll high enough. So you just oh, would okay. get you would get one plot point if you roll a six. But other than that, you wouldn't get any points. You would just okay. Well, I rolled a one, a one, and a five. Well, then I would take the five. See, there you go. You don't get the plot points, but you get to narrate. What happened? Uh, sir, as a duly, duly designated law enforcement official of this uh, state and county, I hereby arrest you for three crimes. Violation of uh, Statute 422-G, Paragraph 1, harassing a mime. <laughs> <laughs> Be- being an alien and in disguise, illegally, and littering. <laughs> and I uh, and I attempt and I attempt to place handcuffs on the on the alien guy with the blue foam wallet. And do you succeed? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> and haul him uh, uh, um, uh, with with the help of the killer clown that has been trying to help them up uh, in a very comical way actually successfully haul him up to his feet um, so that he's in a standing upright position. Okay. And that is done, and... You have the right to remain arrested. Okay, well, I'm going to tip my hat, apologize, and hand him a uh, defective balloon giraffe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great! You, how did you know the God of Cheeses? He said, looks adoringly at the giraffe. <laughs> oh, well, I don't have the heart now to pop it. Okay. 
and Furia is gonna go back to the ring and and like grandstand for the uh, crowd. <laughs> Distract them from the fact that there was a <laughs> fire, a pie fight, and the rest in the ring. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. Yay. That's fun. I like that. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's very very fast. I lo- that's just fast. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think what? the hardest the hardest part I'm finding at both times now is is getting out of the mindset of normal games where you, you go round try after to, round and Yeah. And with this you you don't necessarily have to. I mean you can you can, in theory, if you have narrative control, dispose of the person your character is fighting just hmm. you know, I mean the only reason to keep him around is to get more plot points. That's the one thing I'm not... We don't really... N- neither group has used many plot points, because you don't really need to. If you're rolling three dice, the odds are you're probably going to have a... You're probably going to come up with a five or a six among one of them. Yeah, well, you also had... Well, did you ever use any like hazards? I did not in this game. I did in the other group. It just didn't... Like, yeah, that would be part yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. In, this, in this one, I just didn't seem... Like there was any organic? Yeah. I mean, I guess I could have, but it just didn't feel right. Well, I think an example. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was I was about to say. I think it's appropriate that Mark used a bunch of plot points to do an act that is significant to the plot. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. And I, Josh made a good point, and I think he's right. I mean, I know a lot of the APs talk about this being a one shot, but I think it would almost be better if you make the characters and then you come like Satsi, where you make the characters and then you just run it as a kind of a pickup game where you because as it stood right now that's the hardest thing for me is coming up on the fly with okay what story can we get these people into and it doesn't get any easier for you particularly if the players all night just consistently roll ones and twos yeah (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) the lower the players roll the harder you have to work apparently yeah so I'm liking those fives and sixes. I'm like, cool. I don't have to. <laughs> what would an example of like you, you mentioned hazards before? Would would uh, like if you were going to use a hazard? Would that mean if uh, Inspector Pelt was heading towards the guy, all the pies that were thrown or something would qualify as difficult terrain or something like that? Well, yeah. Technically, well, what I could have done was make that a hazard, or or what I could have done is when the fire started. I, mean, I didn't think of this until now. Damn it! But. Uh, <laughs> I, I could have made that a hazard, and what happens with hazards is, it not it, for every point of hazard that something has, it knocks off one die result. So if you roll your three dice and there's a hazard rating of one, then uh, you take the second highest die oh. result. Or or you well, if you roll two fives, you can take one of those fives. But you know, if you roll a five, a six, and a two you're going to have to take the 5 instead of the 6. If it's a hazard rating of 2, then uh, you would have to take the 2 of that because the 5 and the 6 are canceled out by the 2 hazard rating. Right. And if it's over 3... You have to use plot points. Actually, if it's 3 or over, you have to use plot points. Yeah, so that would... So then they would get eaten up pretty quick. And also there are certain things that I think, if I remember correctly, I should have... Like when you said... I want there to be a water thing for him to fall into. I should have said, okay, that'll be a plot point. Right. But, but yeah. I didn't. So that's the other way that plot points get get used. 
So I, I like the system. I just I I don't know if I'm the person to run it. I keep it feels like when I run it, it falls flat. <laughs> I don't know, it didn't uh, fall flat for me. It seemed like it no? flowed pretty pretty nicely. I rather like these guys. Yeah, yeah. And the water tank makes perfect sense too, keeping with the Bugs Bunny theme. Yeah, sure. you know, the well, that's kind of where I was going. I figured you got a clown. You've got, you know, I mean, we can't. I couldn't see us taking it seriously. It's just, it's too weird a, a, a group. I'm going to dive 200 feet onto a concrete block on my head yet. <laughs> they dump a handkerchief on it. Oh man, that's excellent. All right, yeah, cool. I like Octane. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty neat. Outstanding. So next week, if all goes well, we can in February practically do the uh, or next time I should say, not next. Or do we want to? Can we? I don't know. Two weeks is good for me still. Yeah, that's all right with yeah. everybody else. Okay, all right. Yeah, and and it's uh, it, it might pr- provide more of an opportunity for Nikki to get a, get reconnected with us too. If she's got two weeks to come up mm-hmm. with another machine. Hope she yeah. can. I mean, okay. yeah, I'm sure she, this is not the only thing. <laughs> I'm sure she wants to go and get a computer only so that she can connect with the gutter Skypes. No other reason. <laughs> but uh, well, when yeah, you get in touch with her, tell her that we hope she gets uh, gets back soon. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Well, she said she was going to be ready next week, so I don't know if that was oh, good. wishful thinking or if she's already got steps in motion. Okay. Um, I know that she's like uh, in in tech hell this week, or at least was yeah. uh, expecting to be. So she probably is because it's yeah, she was saying that computer thing was on top of everything else. Yeah. That was going on, so. Yeah. so, yeah, two weeks from tonight would be cool, and uh, I guess we'll go forward with the Satsi thing. That's the plan then. Mm-hmm. Yep. That'd be great. Yeah. I may, I may I may ditch the scenario or something because it's just weird doing the Christmas version in February. I, <laughs> Odd. That'd be okay too if we did something else. With the there same are characters. no rules. We make the rules. It's our <laughs> thing. You do whatever you feel you. You already worked on it. Like, ah. February's close enough. It's still going to be cold out. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> but it's up to you. You know, I sure, I'd yeah. enjoy a Christmas thing. I think it'd be okay. fun. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. Because the. All right. Yeah. What the hell? Let's just do it. Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. Sure. All right. Because, because Christmas is a state of mind. That's, That's right. right, damn it. <laughs> Outstanding. I think that's why most people don't like, or people who don't like the holidays, I think that's that's the main reason why, is because it is a state of mind, and in the in December, and you're, you're forced. They, you know, everything <laughs> is forcing you to have that state of mind. Yes. <laughs> Damn it all, I want to have that state of mind when I want to have that state of mind, not when you tell me I should. Well, I don't like it because there's just too damn much to do. <laughs> That's pretty much it. It's like, oh, uh, damn. That, yeah, way too much crammed into one month. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like I've got the next few games that I want to run for the uh, gutter Skypes here all, already in mind, which is a big change from several weeks ago. Ooh, so. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's the the like fringeworthy thing. After Andros's thing, I'd I'd uh, like to do fringeworthy, like mm. I was mentioning before there, and then after whoever does whatever after that, um, I know that uh, Eric was wanting to uh, try out Doctor Who, so I can bring that in. <laughs> cool. 
And sometime after that, I would like to try out Mouse Guard. Oh, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, that's Burning Wheel, right? Uh, it's uh, Burning Wheel Light, basically, yeah. I've never tried that. That's, uh, that'd be fun. I hear it's all the rage. Oh. <laughs> Lots of people seem to like it, so. Slick. All right. Wow, how did this happen? It's only 5 after 10, and we're all wrapped up and ready. That's what the hell? <laughs> because I couldn't think of any ways of extending the conflict any longer, and I didn't want to start a new one. We only had a few minutes left. I like it. It was simple. It was clean. It was self-contained. It worked. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Adam, mm-hmm. which version of a Power Grammo did you get? Was it the uh, basic or the... Uh, I got the lowest cost one that you needed to pay for. Standard. Okay. I got standard. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm, I was trying I tried, to figure that out because... Go ahead. I tried the free one because I'm cheap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I found I, that... I, it, I, yeah. It would, uh, it would record a two-person conversation without a problem. As soon as you added a third, uh, somebody got left out. Yeah. Yeah, so I figure I'm going to switch to that as my uh, recording option for the uh, Doctor Who thing that I'm doing on like, like Fridays. Fridays and... Hopefully that will work better than than having an a yet another connection to worry about. Um, I have a suggestion for you if if yes. I'm not imposing. Uh, what Chris uses, are you you're well? Of course you are. That's why you asked the question. What Chris uses during the M Force games as a backup, which seems to be working really well, is uh, Skype has a program called Pamela that records yeah. the Skype calls. Oh, you're already. Never mind then. <laughs> yeah, I know what it what it it is and I've never particularly really figured it out very well. So ah, okay. But it's yeah, okay. Well I, I was just thinking that. Because it's it's worked it saved my ass a few times. Mm. So because I'm boy, if you didn't have those Well I think when I got Power Grammo there was they didn't have Pamela yet. Skype didn't have a built in uh Yeah it's native, pretty new thing. And Power Grammo was uh, and continues to be designed to work specifically with Skype. So I guess it's really kind of a toss-up, So, I, I, but I don't know anything about Pamela. I do know Powergrammo works, he says, as he's knocking. <laughs> particularly, Particularly today. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. What's, uh, what's the date of the next thing we're supposed to... Uh, well, today's the 20th. Yeah. So, so the next one will be the 34th, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> February, 3rd. February 3rd. Yes. February 3rd, okay. Which will also be a Wednesday. I'll remind myself. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear. I was, I was sitting here at 7 o'clock. I'm, I was just completely and absolutely 100% totally oblivious of the fact <laughs> that we don't game on Tuesday nights. Uh, and I had convinced myself that, that, was, that last night was the night. I don't know why. I mean, I was thinking this all weekend. I even, I even went food shopping on Monday night because I knew I wouldn't be able to because of the game on Tuesday night. <laughs> it made no sense wow. at all. Wow. Like know I said I on Twitter, wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Strange. Okay. Well, guys, uh, this was fun. I like Oxygen, yeah. and that was... I will be yeah. very interested to try a game um, that's full length. 
now because in both games we spent time creating the characters more it more so in this one than in the other one just because you know we had but yeah next time I'm looking forward whenever that happens to be sure. probably when somebody can't make it yeah um, this is good for a one shot yeah. this kind of thing yeah because it's so fast you don't have to yeah you can, can only get imagine holes. If we spent out. two hours or two and a half hours playing this, how much stuff would happen? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. Very cool. All right, guys, uh, take it uh, take it slow, take it easy, stay safe, stay warm, and uh, thank you once again for a fantastic uh, gaming night. Yeah, this was definitely. Awesome. A lot of fun. And como se va? Oh, I have one quick question for you, Adam. Did you ever get a chance to listen to M-Force 2? I mean, uh, whatever. No, M4 the most uh, recent one that you that you uh, sent. I have not heard yet. No, no, the one before that, because that was when you were having the holiday blahs, and uh, so you were kind of like, oh, I'm just going to put it up there, and I just wondered if you ever got around well, to listening to it. I think I did. I must have. Um, now I got to check. <laughs> <laughs> Now I gotta check. I think you must have because you. I think in the description of the podcast you made a uh, flaming bat reference, and you wouldn't have known about that had you not. Uh... All right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I did hear that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's when the. Uh, I remember yeah. that after I asked the question. Sorry. That was that was when the uh, the the fecal matter hit the fan. Mm. Yeah, and it ends with with uh, with a funky. Gold bolted fellow oh, coming that's up. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you... <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. You managed to do it. I did. You I did. To get in there. <laughs> Funkadelic Frankenstein in the mean streets of Monster Town. Monster Holy crap. Oh yeah. I love it. Love it. I say. Does that carry over into this most recent one that I got? It must. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> It's likely, I don't know, in the order of posting, that's probably going to be heard by the people that are listening to this now. So, uh, uh, before this, so, well, yeah, fun. You know, it's, you know, it's funny, I was working on designing uh, the game I'm going to run, mm-hmm. and um, it's hard not to import elements from other games we've played that don't have anything to do with our Gutter Skypes game. I mean, our, 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 our Spirit of the Century game. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, no, there aren't the kinetic git Nazis in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't there be? Yeah, exactly. If, if, if it's appropriate, there will be. <laughs> it's Massachusetts Nazis. No, Massachusetts Nazis, that's right. Oh, Connecticut, sorry. Connecticut the doesn't have Nazis, do they? The mind automatically reaches for what it knows Oh, uh, It's the Massachusetts Nazis versus the Connecticut commies. There you go. There you go. Oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> that is so wrong. I... <laughs> From, from Connecticut, Connecticut. Yes. <laughs> oh, excellent! Wow. All right, I'm looking forward to this now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you know? Cool. Okay. Well, I'm I'm off. Uh, all right. Thank all you right. very much, Eric. Yep. All right. Thanks Glad again. You guys had a good time. Right. We'll see you in a couple weeks. You okay, betcha. Okay. Yeah, Take it easy. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye, bye. Bye. And there it was. Insanity can ensue very quickly and easily, apparently. Uh, Of course, it could happen in in any gaming system, but it was certainly fun and quick and fast. 
and enjoyable in this particular instance, we actually managed to do a one-shot. This is historic. For the gutter stripes, anyway. Uh, <laughs> but I hope you had a good time with that. If you knew nothing about the Octane system, system which I didn't either when we started, um, maybe uh, maybe you'd be interested in going ahead and trying, trying that in one of your game nights. But, as I said, uh, folks, anybody that's written in or done forum posts and stuff that you're used to hearing uh, on the show, you will hear it next time because I know, because we recorded it and it will be the next release of the Gutter Skypes. But until then, thanks again, and see you then. <laughs>